0: We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Ah, oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream and man. Well, the best he can do is fight <clears throat> Just rob the dog and no wives They can't get us, mate And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind We're both on the loose end. We got a lot of time now. Oh, what a feeling. Just a wet line and dream that time away. We dream one day we'll get that great big boomer. Oh mate, I just wanna feel it. I don't mind if he gets away. Well I do. Well I die. All my friends don't go. Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shine my like cut come out to play. <laughs> oh. Oh, I caught him, but I let him get away. Oh, you idiot. Man, go I Last night I got fishing with you.
1: Yes, good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this slightly damp, a little bit breezy, but a lot of cloud Saturday morning. Morning, Marty. Hey, good morning, Gazza. How are you, buddy? Fantastic, mate. How nice to see a little bit of rain around.
2: Mate, walked out of the casino this morning and it was blowing proper. And uh, the beautiful mist over Stuart, or Mount Stuart, should I say, looked gorgeous. Most definitely. I was waiting for you to pick me up because... um, yeah. I had uh, I had a Christmas party for one of my clients last night. RP Contracting, old Potsy, and uh, had an absolute forty
1: five. wouldn't. They wouldn't be listening anyway. They'd be no,
2: still no, still there no, no, no. And I was
1: very, very well Potsy. behaved. I didn't go to bed till three o'clock
2: this morning, so I am tired, but um, but well behaved. So I certainly walked to bed rather than staggered. And uh, it was funny because uh, I, I didn't want to risk it, you know. and, and there's no point. Um, you're getting old, you fart. Yeah, but I, I, I couldn't calculate how much I drank. So I thought, I don't want it to still be in my system because the chances at this time of year, coppers do an yeah, RBT. that's didn't. why I picked you up. So I said, Uncle Gaz, come and get me, brother. That's, which uh, you did.
1: That's and, the earliest I've left the casino in, for many years, six o'clock Well,
2: it morning. was an I opened opener for me because, as you know, when you picked me up, there was uh, uh, still a lot of people. Under the weather. Under the weather who were still partying on in that... Foyer area out the front there, and um, you got to be really well behaved because at that time of morning there's 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 lots of hugging, but there's say, also a little bit of angst there as
1: well. So I just kept my head down and yeah, there's nothing better than watch um, blokes in their twenties and early thirties hug each other in the morning and proper tell hugging. Them, I love you, I love you, man. Yeah, I really love. You. I love you, man. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, there was a
2: fair bit of that going on. And um and then then I see uh the old white truck come around the corner and there's my ride and here I am. So Grab, jump in, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And uh here we are. Ready so and rolling.
1: Second last show of the year. It is indeed. Uh, we've got next week and then we're having a little break till the 13th of January, I think. 13th, it is. yep. But we've got our Christmas Eve special, 6 till or oh, 7 till 9. Yeah, looking forward uh, we'll to it. We'll do our Christmas Eve um Chin wag and play yep. a few Christmassy songs. So, so yeah, make sure you put that on your calendar and ring in. We,
2: yeah, we want as
1: many listeners to ring
2: in as possible. Not my sister, but everyone else.
1: Oh, yeah, last year your sister was a little bit under the weather and, and she the was the eggnog. Was a little bit ordinary. Mm. Yeah, she was going good, your sister last year. Oh, yeah, yep. So, yeah, Marty's sister, ring in. No, please. <laughs> nope. Was it Julie? Julie, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Morning, Julie, yeah, yeah. So she, she, uh, so she had a couple of uh, bevvies. She did have a couple of bevvies, Do you think? <laughs> she just actually spoke to you as though she was speaking to you on the phone, not that you were on air and trying <laughs> to do a show. Oh, mercy. Mate, uh, big show today. Guesty's on for a chat. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we've got PerTech Challenge coming up early next year and uh, bits and pieces are there. Um, we're trying to uh, – I don't know whether Kim Anderson got hold of you about a fish No, cow, he did not. Fish but we don't then. need Kim. We can talk so about whether, it. whether Kim uh, rings in or not, um, or we ring Kim, we'll see how we go. And then, no, we, we planted the seed, so it's up to him. And then um, one of our awesome listeners, and everybody who's going down to Bowen for Christmas – uh, we've got Cody from Tackle World Bowen jumping on the phone. Very Let good. us know what's going on down there in Bowen. Sorry.
2: Yeah, we've got a couple of birthday calls too, but we won't do them just the because, day. just in case the little ones are still in bed.
1: No, they're still asleep. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so, we'll yeah. wait till around that nine o'clock, and mark. then we'll do a little bit of um, chatting about uh, now that we sort of slow down on fishing. What we do with our fishing rods and reels? Do we give them a spray or yeah. boat trailers? And
2: I had full intentions of um, heading out tomorrow. Um but like for some reason and I didn't do my homework. I listened to everyone all week and everyone's saying this weekend's gonna be cracker. It's gonna be nice. But I'll tell you now, when I woke up and looked no, out the casino not. window, it was um howling.
1: Yeah, I, I drove along the strand to pick you up this morning. There's a little bit of breeze and it. Mm. it wouldn't be nice out there, rain, could hardly see Maggie Island. So there's a few storms and showers. But one thing that will uh people that'll get excited is the likes of Kyle Curry. Um, crabs will be on the move and are on oh, the move. For sure. Well, so.
2: Kyle got a couple through the week. And I think Adam King. Uh,
1: Finlay went out for a run and, and they got some nice crabs. So the crabs are starting to move with that little bit of fresh water. Yeah. So <clears throat> Very, very good. So, yeah, so how was your week? It was fantastic. I actually um, ran
2: in, well, I forget his name, is it Justin Knight or Garmin? Anyway, your mate. Yeah, yeah, for, From uh, he works for Honeycombs in, in Ingham and I run into him and uh my first chat that I had with him, I didn't sort of... Yeah, because he bagged the bird. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't really... Gel. Gel, maybe, uh, and, you know, on a professional sort of, but this time I had a proper good chat, it was good, he was a um, different fella, and I was a different bloke, so um, it was nice having a bit of a chat, you know, so, and yeah. he knows that I'm a bird man, and, and he's... Um, That's why he was respectful. Yep, very... So, no, it was good. It What's was good.
1: do with Garmin?
2: He's their ambassador, which uh, I think at one stage uh, Benny Weston was the Garmin ambassador yeah. for this neck of the woods, and yeah. um, so. And the, uh, reading through the um, through the, the gaps, I think Justin was by the sounds of it uh, a guide yeah. um, down down south, yeah. uh, maybe Fitzroy Way or something like that. But no, it was good. It was a, it was good
1: to have a chat. I got um, a text from um, Mum and Dad's long family friends the other day dave and julie they've moved they they lived at proserpine and i used to go down there right. and stay with them and fish fast yes and then as you you do you lose touch with some of your friends that were mum and dads mm. um and then um dad must have rang dave the other day and had a chat with him and then forgot to get dave's new address dave and julie's so mm. Dave sent me a message, said, "Hey Gaz, can you give this address to your dad?" So I started talking to Dave. Dave sent me a photo of a massive barra about one point one or so, and then they're living at Emu Park, which is nearly is just north of Rockhampton. Yes. So I said, "Oh, is that a Fitzroy barra?" He goes, "No, that's a Mondran, a Lake Mondran barra," and he's been fishing Mondran yep. and getting some cracker barra's. So. Yeah. So time to lob on family friends. Say,
2: I've I've known. Uh, speaking of um, like the likes of Mondrian and Faust and whatever, um, a couple of my mates have gone down to Faust and really really struggled of late. Yeah. So um, um, I'm, I'm wondering if uh, they're all starting the mill around uh, that section of the wall now.
1: Jack, who fishes, who I fished with with Guesty on the show, Jack Noble. Yep. Nolan, Nolsey. We've had Jack on the show a few times. Uh, he went down, or up to Faust, because he lives at early Beach. Right. He ducked over to Faust during the week. They got some stonker baron. Yeah. Some really good stuff. He sent some photos. So so they're, they're there. I think it's just when oh, you hit it and, and they're having a bite. And then you, of course. But they, they've got live, and, and that's when I... The good old live comes up all the time. And I'll, I'll talk about um, something. Talk to him about it now. I watched on TV. Oh. Um, Jacko loves live. I've spoke to him about it, and it is great. Don't get us wrong; it's an awesome bit of kit. But I was watching TV last weekend on the Sunday, and good old Hardy. Yes. From Hook, Line, and Sinker. Yes. Um, Hardy was fishing Lake Mulwala, mm. and Nick. And when Nick was on the show, um, Nick is ha- hardly on it these days. Um, and Nick and Hardy were fishing Lake Mulwala a few years ago. Struggled mm. to get a fish. Yeah. So this episode, they actually, oh, Hardy jumped in the boat with a guy who's got live. Yes. And they actually spoke about it. He has never caught, Hardy has never caught as many cod in his life as he has with this live.
2: And that
1: is why it's going to kill... Our he said future, it's guys. amazing and he said it is bordering on cheating but it's not, it's technology and and I was watching the show. But that, that brings to the age old point, like waste of time you and I fishing the Faust tournament oh, or like yes. whatever tournament, if. The bloke next door's got life. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was, it was a great show. If you go to catch-up TV, look for Hook, Line and Sinker and find the episode. I love Hook, Line and Sinker. Yeah. Oh, love they're it. great. Mate, when we used to have Was Nick there a
2: fallout there? No, maybe.
1: Well, Nick never spilled the beans. No, but you can certainly. You never know, mate. There's always fallouts. Just look, it used to be Guesty and E.T. It used I, just, to
2: be... I never saw an episode where Nick
1: come out and said, I'm
2: going to take a little bit more time and
1: you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. But they've all been through that, mate. Lee Rayner and Paul Worsling. Um, I think that that had a bit
2: to do with. Um,
1: well, we know what that had to do with. <laughs> anyway, so Hardy, <laughs> we we pulled out of it there. he's well fished with um, this fellow with live, and um, it was a, it was a really good eye opening show.
2: But and like I've mentioned quite a few times, they're fish that. Mother Nature had the edge, whereas we're taking the edge off Mother Nature now.
1: Yeah, and that's what Hardy. And think, we're catching
2: uh, fish that shouldn't have been caught.
1: Well, it was quite interesting to watch and yeah. to hear what Hardy had to say. And you think um, he's fishing with different people all the time to get the show running? So, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, it was an interesting show in his thought process. Oh, and and like you said at the start
2: of this, don't get us wrong because I would, I would have it, it, I'll have it, it in a flash. Yeah. That, it, we don't have it in the flash now because we don't. We both don't yeah. think it's up to scratch in the Hummingbird version, which is yeah. fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Enough. They, they sponsor
1: us, but um, and we love them. I mean, we're decked out fully in Hummingbird, but they know, they know that. But next year is a new year. I, I tell you something funny. On well, I watch the Americans.
2: I'm on the American sites because, as you know, everyone comes out there first, yeah. and um, there's some intel. There's a, a couple of things starting to, not so much a new. Like Just a Gen Two, but but a um, an upgrade.
1: Upgrade. Um, they did some interesting stuff as well. He actually got out of the boat, mm. and because Lake Mulwala below the lake is the Murray River, and they mm. fished in the river. And we've spoke about it before. About I fished there with my mate who owns the tackle store in whaler and runs the Cod Opening Classic Tony, mm. and I caught my one and only cod on a bit of cheese. Mm. So. They got out of the boat with the live scope, went and bait-fished the river. So I forget the name of the guy Hardy was fishing with. He had cheese on. Hardy put a whole dim sim on, on his line. Hey, it's Murray. He cod. got a bite on a dim sim straight out of the packet, but his mate with the cheese caught a cod on the cheese. Well, there you go. So there you go. So amazing. So yeah, but it, but just to see the live scope aspect of it, or the live of it. Um, was very interesting to see their thought process. As I think well.
2: with the live, it's very, very, and this is what I don't clearly see with the hummingbird live and so forth. I, to be honest, I think from everything that I've watched on it, and I'm fascinated with it, you you want to be able to see your lure. Yeah, true. That's the thing. I haven't seen a bird one yet, and the, of course, there's videos out there. I haven't seen it personally. Where you can clearly see the lure, and then the barb come on over to the to the lure, and then you're yeah. talking into. Whereas your Simrad, your Garmin, your Lorenzes, all of them, yeah, I've seen it. Um, so I think like if you're if you're at home now and you do have live and you're one of these brands or whatever, work out how to see the lure because that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, it's there's it's no point in being able to see the fish but not knowing where your yeah, lure is.
1: Yeah, it was it was really interesting. So if you jump on um, catch up TV and go to, I forget, I think it's on 10 or one of those, 7 Plus or something, mm. um, find Hook, Line and Sinker from last week and just have a little watch of it. It is one of my favourite shows on yeah, commercial. Very, very down to earth.
2: Commercial TV, yeah. It's, I, I like the way they um, they
1: have fun they with do, one yes. another. And
2: I do enjoy the project boats.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. The um, project boat that they do, they grab that old Bertram or that type of thing. I love
2: the Bertram one. Yeah, that was That was good. fantastic and put the new transom in it and then put uh, twin 150s, yeah, yeah, which I, mean, I thought was really underpowered, but it seemed to go all right. Um, plus, I get some real dong old... old Dungers, yeah. you know. Well,
1: they did it. They had a project boat each a couple of years ago, and they both did it and then fished yeah, yeah. out of them. So Yeah, yeah it was a and good raided
2: up. them. They blo- and I think um, Hardy's was bloody ugly. Wasn't it a tri-hole? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, it was <laughs> terrible.
2: Oh, yeah. Maybe an Aussie whaler or something.
1: Yeah, and he turned it into a old thing. But we'll have to get Hardy back on the show in the new year and have a chat to him about um, Yeah, show. I enjoyed them chats we used to have. Yeah, Nick was – no, they were good, good lads. So So, yeah, it was an interesting show. Um, and I think that argument will spin around for years and years to come. And uh, the live, yeah, because you st- start looking at some of the stuff on on YouTube from the states, and there's blokes. Yes, no. It's it's an interesting well, one. It's really cool.
2: Uh, I just like. uh, someone needs to say to the to the. the powers that be enough already that's enough let's pull it up here for a bit
1: they won't Marty. you know that as well as i do i just want you
2: can't stop progress can no, you
1: You just one i just wonder where it will get tv screens in years to come what will we be looking at where will it be yeah yeah um it'll be uh, an interesting thing got a phone call yesterday <laughs> afternoon for a lovely 40 minute chat Lenny and Kai. Lenny and Kai from Kai Signs over there in New Zealand. Beautiful. They uh, they knew I have caught rainbow and brown trout over my little life, and <laughs> they had been rainbow and brown trout fishing in um, New Zealand. So Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trout, don't do it for me, but I'd love to do that. Oh, and, and it was um, we were having a chat about it because Kai said they ate around ram- rainbow trout and couldn't, and? and couldn't believe how nice it was. And I said yeah. it, it, with trout and those style of fish, it depends what they're eating in their stream. Yeah, um, they did the jet boat fishing charter where you jet boat up the river and then we've been pretty full on. Yeah, and they said the thing that surprised them um, with the with trout is they don't sit on the structure like a barer or, or, yeah. or a jack or a brim. And I said, "Yeah, oh, you probably like trout. It's an interesting thing because they're in fast-running streams, crystal-clear streams, and trout sit in the middle of the stream, mm. the fastest-flowing water or at the end of the stream no. it drops into a hole, which is waiting for food. But um, they like the fight of the trout on the lighter line. Yeah, it would have been good fun. And they're not lazy like a bat. How's the country it takes you oh, into, they, though? they love it. Not
2: just New Zealand, but Canada, America. is just they, insane. And then they
1: went and chased some blue cod and sea perch in the sea. Yes. Um, and, and they caught blue cod and couldn't believe how wet socked they were to pull up from 100 foot. Nothing. Yeah. Whereas the trout was jumping around. Yeah. So they're having a really good trip, and they're uh, heading north um, to chase some snapper and some... Yellow tail kingfish. Yeah, the boys on big fish. What, yeah, one of those. So. Yeah, uh they they um
2: The snapper fishing that they do is absolutely insane So
1: they're looking forward to that And I I said, I think Because they're a bit disappointed with the fight from the blue cod And I said, well, I think When you get a snapper and a a (coughs) yellowtail kingy on Or a hoodlum, as they call the kingies um, That will be a bit different for you You'll go, oh, these fight a little bit There we go So yeah, they're having a lovely time over there Back um, at the end of the month Fantastic. So uh, enjoy, guys, and uh, I said you've got to come on the show when you come back and tell us all about it. So, so yeah, it's been a busy, busy week it back has to the indeed. island, backwards and forwards to the island. Didn't go much this week because of what uh, the weather was like. Yeah, um, and and possibly Probably a break. bit of a godsend for you. Nice yeah, break. Yeah, it was nice to have a little break from the island. It's been pretty full on. Yeah, over the last nearly three months so what's that weather going to do what's your predictions oh, i thought this rain would have cleared up by now and got sucked away up north but
2: we'll definitely get a wet the only reason i'm asking is because this year I've, i said to my company i said i'm gonna i'm gonna have some time off in february or whenever the 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 barra season opens and the weather is conducive for me to yeah. go so I didn't book them because I don't want to take 1st of February and then we get the monsoons mid-January because then the places I like to fish are a flood. Yeah. It's just a wipeout. So it'd be interesting to see what it's going to bring.
1: Well, the Bureau said we're going to have a miserable, hardly any rain, dry um, wet season, but it hasn't started that way.
2: Yeah, thank God for... I, I don't think we've had a hell of a lot.
1: No. No, we haven't had a hell of a lot, but it's not. it's not torrential rain it's nice soaking rain no. to the
2: garden I haven't heard them rolls of thunder yet coming in on the afternoon from the ranges i love Used that i love that oh still love it now
1: i sit out the front and look straight up over mount stewart yeah it's pretty cool it hey. it. and as i've said before i'm one of my favorite things when we're living in Broome, mm. because broom sticks out on a little peninsula yeah. Um, from the from the coast. So if you were to draw a straight line down the Kimberley Coast from Broome, yeah. it actually sticks out into the ocean. So the storms come down the Kimberley Coast yes. and cut across out the back of um, – Samfire and through those areas. So we used to sit on the jetty and watch you come down the coast and then cut across the, the land. And Amazing. It was just so, so nice. I, I do like a storm.
2: When you're looking at Mount Stewart from your place, do you remember, I don't know, think they do it no more because I, I I never pointed it out to the children, but I think they used to put the Star of David or a big cross on top of Mount Stewart. Huge. Oh, i never seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be, because I remember it, because Mum and Dad um, used to be at Lavrack Way. And yep. um, we, when you drive in that direction where the roundabout is with the big flag, you can remember always looking up and seeing a monster cross up there, God, all I lit up at Christmas. Well, yeah, lit up at Christmas the time. The only
1: thing I remember from the, the army top boys of Mount used to Stewart, put it up about twenty odd years ago is when the television tower caught fire on the very top and it looked like a big candle. So, <laughs> so that was oh, that was years ago.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, that's got to so be because yeah. I don't remember that.
1: Oh, yeah. So I I, um, I like the storms as well. They're nice. But, yes, we haven't had that build-up storm come through. We've just got rain.
2: When you're on the water yep. and there is a storm coming and you're using graphite rods, is that in the back of your mind?
1: Oh, always. Yeah? Being on the water in a boat is <laughs> always, you know, I try and get away and hide under a tree. You think it's a bit farcical or a bit comical, but
2: when you see what happens when a lightning bolt hits graphite, it is. It, it, apart yeah. from absolutely destroying the blank, um, it can do you some damage yeah. too, depending oh, I on... Always,
1: I was fishing um, oh, a few years ago now over at Crocky with Shez, mm. and we've seen a big... Adam, Adam Finlay was in his boat right next to us having a chat, mm. and we've seen this massive storm coming around the Cape, and yeah, we just put the rods down and went and hid in crocky under a tree. Yeah. and just waited it out. Mm. Because yeah, it's this time of year, um you just never know. No. You're standing there with a graphite rod even if you're standing there in your boat and the, on the, in the middle of the ocean, you just never know because lightning is one of those things that and we've all seen the videos on YouTube and stuff like that with the golfer just about to take the swing. Oh yeah. Bang, he cops it and So it's yeah, amazing. yes I've
2: I seen did. one uh where it hit the um the pole anchors on the back of a bass boat, um, the talon, yep. and it absolutely yep. just demoralised it and done some big damage to the transom and everything as well because the transom was connected through steel. Yep. Uh, uh, no, it was through, oh, I forget what it was, but whatever it was, it was a conductor. Yeah, So it went down the whole pole and into the boat. So Yeah,
1: I'm uh, always wary of that this time of year, but I don't do, do a lot of fishing this time of year. Because those... Nor- and we've always spoken about it. north leads are horrible in the bay. Yeah. Um, You're 108. F- well, too, close to it now. And... The, was that called for? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a fair call. I don't
2: call. mind, mate. You, well, you hadn't actually attacked me. What's the time? It's Coming up to 7.30 bucks. and you've been very, very... Um, this
1: is the new me. It's boring. Yeah, I know. It won't be the new me. Boring.
2: You need to get over that.
1: Yeah, so... Um,
2: so, yeah, I... I Mind you, you did tell me I was putting on weight as we are walking down the corridor. There's I reckon that, you have, sh- Don't Don't look at my stomach while you bloody...
1: It's hanging out of that shirt. <laughs> you're an idiot. You look like a match with a marble halfway down it. Little belly sticking out. Anyway, um, this time of year I don't do a lot of fishing. More crabbing. I'm going crabbing next week, at the end of the week. Oh, i going
2: to... Carry on, we'll let everything go. I'm going
1: in the bay uh, Thursday or Friday to try and get a couple of crabs for Christmas. Good for you. Yeah, and the good thing about it, because Kyle Curry has rung in so much, I know where he puts his pots, so I don't even have to take my own pots.
2: He's got his little happy spots. Yes, he has,
1: mate. But don't worry, like a
2: true fisherman that he is, he
1: won't be highlighting everything. No, so uh, so yeah, I'm going to try a little bit of cramming at the end of the week. Yeah, because I'll yes. knock off on Wednesday, I think.
2: Yeah, if we uh, have a topic today, if someone wants to have a bit of a chat to us, Gaz, and they want to talk to us while we're on
1: air, what number do they call? Four seven two double four eight two four, and that'll get your bingo numbers during the yeah. But if you want to have a chat during the show, give us a yeah hour. yeah. If there's something um, you want us to talk about, because you know what I, it doesn't right. take long. There we go. There we go. Let's have a chat. Let's see
2: if there's a topic that someone well, wants to have a chat about. Today. Are you going to be
1: able to answer the phone properly?
2: It's embarrassing. What are you trying to say? Well, you're it up most days. Morning fishing show.
3: Excuse me, Gary Powers. You stay away from my horse, mate.
2: There you go. I knew you would upset Kyle.
3: <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good, boys. How are we?
2: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Where are you?
3: I am just about to launch the boat.
2: Oh, what a life you are living, young Kyle!
3: Tell me about it. You boy,
2: need to you get a real about. job, mate. Oh, mate,
3: I've got one. Don't worry about that. <laughs> You're a yeah, painter. Yeah.
2: Oh, here we go. Here comes a, all the I'm IQ a, I'm a jokes.
3: A grabber.
1: mate.
2: <laughs> I'm a grabber <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's the weather like? Give us an on-water.
3: Um, I haven't got on the water yet, but it's just a little bit of drizzle at the moment. i say it'll be a little bit choppy at the front, but it's actually really still here at the boat ramp, but we'll see what it's like when we get out the front.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, hey, uh, when you check them pots a little bit later, um, give us a tingle and, uh, give us the intel.
3: Will do, boys. Will hey,
1: do. Kyle, when, when we get a bit of rain like we've had, we haven't had a lot of rain and the, and the conditions have changed. Do you change where you put your pots? you go to a different 100%. area?
3: Yeah, so you want to go out all, all the mouths and out on the flats. Crabs yep. will start moving out of the creeks with the fresh, fresh coming in. So, yeah, move them out to your mouths. In the creeks still a little bit, but, yeah, just move them out towards the mouth a bit more, I reckon.
1: How, what sort of depth do you look at out on the flats? Uh, like four foot, five foot? Where, what sort of areas do you look for on the flat or you just throw them out?
3: In these big tides like this, they will go dry, but I like to chalk them right up against the mangroves and that because we do have a 3.2 or something tonight. So it'll all go up into the mangroves, and they'll all be coming out tonight.
2: And And then when that tide goes out, they're going to be sitting in relative... Uh, They're not going to be in that hot midday sun all day, so they're they're going to be fine. That's
3: why I'll put them in now and I'll check them early morning before they start heating up.
1: Yeah, for sure. You going all right with the Ultima Pro Crab Pots and the uh, Crab Cuffs from King Crab?
3: Absolutely love them. Top bit of gear, both of them. Them crab cuffs are unreal, and you know how much I love the Ultimate Pro Crab Pots. Yeah, it
2: yeah. saves you some time, too, because mucking around, tying the crabs, doing this, doing that, that can be cumbersome, but that... Oh, he
1: was hopeless the, the at cuffs tying are. crabs. Didn't you ever watch his videos? He used to always tie his big toe to the top of the crab. Yeah, I didn't you have And have to that. retie. <laughs> I don't yeah. have that problem.
3: Marty, I only have that problem once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's
1: hard holding uh, a crab down with your middle toe. Yeah, yeah,
3: I, I could imagine. You want some numbers, bud? Yeah, I'll grab one for me and Jacko while I got you, boys.
1: Jacko got his gumboots on today.
3: No, actually, I said to him when I picked him up. I'm surprised he didn't have his gumboots
1: on. Why did the sheep move to the high country this time of year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't
3: even have any socks on today, boys. Oh, good on, your your, good on you, Jacko.
1: Good on you, Jacko. Don't worry, mate. They'll come down from the high country in winter. You'll be fine. Hey, uh, <laughs> number two for you, Kyle, and Jacko's number three. Beautiful. Good on you, boys. Have a
3: good weekend, boys. See, See you later. Bye. You Bye. Late. Bye. There, there we
1: go. You. This is Kyle and Jacko. How
2: come I'm always the one sitting on Santa's lap? Next yeah, my- year, when you do your stupid Photoshop and crap, <laughs> why don't you have a crack at sitting on Santa's knee? No, <laughs> I do the photoshop and so
1: I get to choose.
2: I did get a good giggle out that of that. That was fun,
1: mate. Which, yeah, it was
2: a good one. That mate,
1: that was... Um, Beckford al-
2: was hilarious.
1: Although the, um, the photo was a little bit of fun, uh, it was very sincere <laughs> with the thanks to um, all our sponsors, whether they be prize sponsors or show sponsors. <laughs> um, without that, And I also put um, sponsors that we've had through the year, but for well, some reason... I've done the check you. have
2: done well, because normally we hate doing that. And, well,
1: don't miss did don't I forget miss any? No, I couldn't think of any. I, no, I couldn't either. We're going to make a list. Yeah, we do. So of naughty and nice. So thank you for all those prize sponsors and. Um show sponsors and some of the show sponsors are like DJ jones homes who um oh. reined it in because times are a little bit um tough hey they there. sponsor this they uh, dj for sponsored this for even mick from motorco if you're ever. chasing uh chasing a car and see mick from motorco even hey, townsville yeah. marine uh, the boys at town and girls at Townsville marine um sponsored for half the year so um they still get a, a pat on the back and a thanks for um being part of the show and then our listeners so mm. whether whether they be um, from overseas or local or interstate. Appreciate them all. So that was very sincere. It's just the stupid photo of you sitting on Santa's knee.
2: I got a giggle out of it, so kudos for I that. I always
1: do, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've, I actually should dig some old photos up because there's one I did a few years ago with a, um, you, you know the yucky Christmas jumpers that people wear? yeah. I'm, About ten years ago I did one. Yeah, yeah. And then you've
2: done the one in the army band where I'm wearing the... (laughs) (laughs) Just take the call, Gaz. You
1: reckon? Yeah, no wonder I've got a complex. Morning fishing... Oh, I've done... See? See what? Mm -hmm. Morning fishing show?
4: (laughs) Hi.
2: Gary. (laughs) Go to an ad break, son. Hang
1: on. Someone's wanting to ring in.
2: All right. Morning fishing show?
5: Hey Gary, since you've been so melancholy into Christmas, can you say a nice word for Kelso?
2: That that I nice will,
5: mate. Come, on.
2: come on, come on, do it, Gaz. Oh,
1: you've got the the platform is yours, my friend. Tis the season to be jolly, and what a jollier place to be than Kelso. Oh,
5: look, we know you. We know you don't, mean
2: it, But it's good. No, see. I do. You've got a little bit of spew <laughs> on your shoulder there, Gaz. They're,
1: they're, <laughs> hang on, I've got to sneeze. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've still
5: got we're still building that statue for you made out of old
1: eyes and Yeah, you're going. waiting for me. now. lovely, lovely part of the world. Yeah, and you know all the stuff I've said about Kelso, I will get a free pass to the dam, um, which is Kelso's Dam, Dam Kelso, um, yeah. when it's open. The boom gate will be at Kelso's boundary with Condon. Bang. So and in we the need gate. a photo
5: view on the gate, mate.
1: Oh, what? Yeah, it'd be it? like one of them gargoyles that you see?
5: that'd be
2: part, mate. We'll get something for you. Oh. How funny would that be? <laughs> like are on a gate and put a little set of wings on him.
1: Just sitting there.
2: <laughs> Just sitting there, sort of caught up.
1: No, it's a, a, a lovely part of the world up there, as is all of oh, all oh, of Townsville. You're too late. <laughs> you're about six years too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pathetic, isn't it? Oh, oh
5: sad in it,
2: eh?
1: Oh I and thought well, I thought you would got a new um had a new playground for the kids built last week, but I realised it was one of the neighbors had stacked two car bodies on top of each other out on the nature strip.
6: That's, that's a duplex. Mate. <laughs>
1: You might be <laughs> a redneck.
6: <there. laughs> no, it's, uh,
1: you guys will have a lovely Christmas, as will everyone else. So it's a. Uh, right, mate. I'm just so happy that you guys have got a sense of humour up there, and I will venture up there. All right, mate, take it easy. Don't you want any numbers? Oh, if I could, please, mate, yeah. Have I got Jeff or John? No, nah, John, mate. Yeah, John. I thought so. John and. Now, wow. Lars. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You'll know it's Gaz when
2: he's going through Kelso because he'd be like in the Pope Mobile, <laughs> just cruising oh, along yeah. with the,
1: the, the big glass. <laughs> no, you, have you bulletproof? Have you seen? You? Have you seen that movie, The Gauntlet, with Clint Eastwood in the bus with all the metal <laughs> around the windows, and he just looks through a little slit in the windscreen? <laughs> Good on you, John. Well, no, yeah.
5: Po- hey. Well, no, it's a Pope Mobile. Have a baby seat in the back for
1: you, so you can see.
7: <laughs> so I can see <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: good on you, John. Appreciate it. Hey, okay, what See, numbers, mate. Uh, you didn't get any made after that little crack. Oh, <laughs> right. Four for you and five for Lars.
8: All right, thanks, mate. Thanks, John. Good See him. One. Bye, See you, mate. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Good they've got a sense of humour up there or I'd be... I'd not, be not all of them, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not I all of them. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And uh, don't forget to jump on the phones. Get yourself some um, awesome prizes. We've got a good bag full today. So I'm taking my calls. Go for it, Marty. You can get that. Let's go to song and ad break. We'll be back after this.
7: Whoa!
8: a living from walking in the woods you can bet i'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill looking at a field downwind if i can make a nickel off of turning in bass never worry about the price of gas i've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling on me hunting fishing loving every day that's the prayer that a country boy Thanks. Thank God He made me this way, honey. fishing, and loving every day. Early in the morning, late in the evening, I'm getting red dirt rich and Flint River paid, honey. Fishing, and loving every day. Close them eyes. Let's go there in our minds.
9: You need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned And operated in the big black and yellow building Ingham Road,
10: Carbett. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back. Burke, Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 04 double
11: seven triple nine nine
10: hundred. Station sponsor. Looking
11: for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See you down at-
10: if you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State of the art electric braking system. Station sponsor.
12: Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor.
13: For our children, we all walk together. To keep our children safe, strong and connected to culture. Community organisations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family wellbeing services for families and children of all ages. To find free and confidential support near you, search Family Wellbeing Services. Because when it comes to our children, we all walk together. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor...
14: Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing
1: Show. Um, Interesting phone calls during the ad there. I was just talking, well, the ad break and the number collecting. For sure. I was just chatting with Greg um, about the cyclone coverage. A lot of dramatisation and a, a fairly poor coverage. They, um, I've got to agree with Greg there. Yeah, a lot of, uh, although some people got wind and a lot of rain, and and I know a couple of little mini cyclones went through after the fact. Um, Ryan Moody put um, some videos up of, of the moorings of where his boat was at Blue Water, ripped a few bits of timber and stuff off. But, mm. yeah, a lot of um, panicky... Panic merchanty. Yeah, I don't know
2: stuff. what that was all about. Like Sunrise and 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 Today Show sending reporters up there, and like they're doing the report on the beach, and it's like a mill pond.
1: <laughs> with, blue wow. with And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, it's but, a, apparently one of the stations who has a fishing show weather presenter. Without mentioning names. Got absolutely yeah. cane for his coverage and his drama queen coverage of the cyclone i didn't see it but they reckon it was actually embarrassing for the station yeah um out in the weather and pretending it's nearly blowing him away but
2: look i don't know if if it was a post Yassi thing if like this was the first one coming from a similar because remember yassi sort of started out there yeah came in and this thing at one stage Borderline right to, up a, there. A, a category five. So yeah. I, look, like you've got to I could see it made people very, very nervous. You've but got to, you've got to keep people on, on their toes. You know what it um, was? It was a classic slow burner. Yes, it was. It was like a it was like a movie that you finish watching it because you have to. It was okay. Got to the end. That's what that stupid thing done. It just you know it started yeah. off good. You're like oh, I'll keep watching be, this.
1: You've still got to be um, cautious and you've got to be of course um, be prepared. But um, I I do think sometimes these um, channels need to to calm the farm a little bit. You don't mm. need to dramatize it. Imagine um people who have just moved up here from down south um get whipped into a frenzy um by some of the reporting. Um, mm. so so yeah, i agree with Greg. It was I, um, I wholeheartedly agree with Greg on no, this. Like, we do it, have-
2: it, it was borderline embarrassing the way they're going and I'm like it's it's gonna cross at this category at best this category. And then like like the Americans who are here on holiday who are all being told you've got to get out of Port Douglas, get out of Port Douglas when that thing crossed they would have been like Are you guys for real?
1: Yeah. I I actually... Have a look at one of our hurricanes. that tears every house off in its path. Yeah, what they have. Um, I did see on Instagram there was... uh, I forget what what page it was. There was a guy standing in a backyard with a spanner as a microphone doing a Cyclone Jasper report. Right. And he must have had mates off camera and they were throwing a plastic pool past him and then they threw a bucket and then they threw a garden chair and he's doing a commentary of our friend from the Fishing Channel. Um, and th- oh, it was a rip-off. Yeah, and throwing a chair past him. Then a couple of kids play buckets and he's saying, the debris is flying around my head. Then he goes, here comes a torrential wave and a bucket of water went over him and it was just a real take. So... So yeah, it, it but, was a bit like that. It was But it was, but you still have to um you still have to be fairly serious ar- around that this time of year and be prepared and certainly. Yes, uh, but um, but yeah, it uh, it was uh, it, you know what was interesting with all the footage was how they took all the boats up all the little creeks. That was the best boats. part
2: to see about. It. And didn't yeah. that look unusual? That photo of them um 120 footers. The reef cats yeah, yeah, up
1: little creeks and stuff like that. So and you would but do that. But that that's you. what
2: yes he did. It it, yeah. it it taught a lot of lessons. Yeah. A hell of a
1: lot of lessons. Yeah, so so really interesting. Which comes to um what do you this time of year with your boat boat maintenance? Um because we don't use them as much as when the season the barra season's open and in winter, um do you just put yours in the shed and leave it there till you go for a fish or
2: Yeah, most definitely. Obviously uh, I turn my isolators off. Yep. Uh, to make sure every battery is fully charged up. Um, it's, it's there's not a hell of a lot that I've got to do. I'd certainly lower my motor, so there's yes. no pressure. Even even though I've got a, a a jack, sort of um, what would you call it? So it's like like a piece of timber, but I've got the proper Yamaha, that white oh, plastic. Yeah. That yeah. I still take that out and just drop my motor fully so there's absolutely no pressure on the hydraulics and minimum on the transom. Um, Yeah. So, it's a... a, um it's a tricky one of what to do, but like for Christmas, for instance, I'm getting a um, a buffer, a little mini buffer. I've got a huge oh, buffer. i give it
1: a clean. morning chatter down there at Adani. Morning chatter. Just come off night shift. I've got a big
2: boys. buffer that you'd use on your carb on it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, are to polish
1: your boat. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's tricky on the, on a the boat because you've, you're going around, you know, transducers and this yeah. and that and everything. So um, I'm just getting a little DeWalt one and the head on it is like 10-centimetre circumference, yep. and it's just perfect. Just you know? give it a
1: polish. So, so I'll, I'll polish Yours is hydraulic steering on your boat. Oh, yeah. You. Well, yeah, yeah. mine's still a cable steer. So dangerous, Gary. It is. You don't need that.
2: You've got so much money. Spend 1500 bucks and go get hydraulic steering. I've got cable on mine, and one of the tips... Why would the- you risk that? What's the risk? What? If your cable and cable steering goes, well, you're full tilt, I've never
1: had that done in 150 years. Okay.
2: Well, touch some wood.
1: Right anyway, on. I did have one break. I, I had one break, but it actually broke when I got home. I'd been fishing the Horton mm-hmm. and driving back up the Horton fishing and um, put the boat on the trailer, put it on the bracket, mm. got home, went to lift the motor up to get the bracket out. And the motor just fell to the side and it actually broke when I was driving along the road. Well, there you go. Well, that must have been right on the verge of going. Oh, it must have been held by one wire. But that was 10 years old, that cable. Mm. But one thing I do this time of year when I'm not using my boat and with cable steering is turn your motor the one way so the shaft on your cable steering is completely out of the cylinder and that way it won't get stuck in there. Okay. So if you turn it the other way or leave it straight, your motor straight, and you have cable steering, yeah. and you don't use it for a while, you get in there and you can't crack it in there. Right. So turn your motor um, so that the the shaft of your cable steering is completely out of the... There you go. there's a good point. Yeah, and, and you'll never get a um, frozen steering cable in there. So Okay. So that's one little tip I do. But I'm going to take my boat off the trailer... Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to toll the springs and the bolts. and
2: I've actually got a... And that might be a good plan for me to do tomorrow because um, I noticed I've got a... One of my rollers is missing. Really? Yeah, yeah. And my, my trailer is sort of set up, so when I drive up on it, if if there's one roller missing... Because you always have this awful feeling in your head that you're driving up on that big metal plate thing yeah. and just going to go through your gel coat. Um, but... It tilts off it, but I still got to put that
1: other roller on, it. then I might yeah. just go through and do some general maintenance over the whole thing. Yes, I will. I'll um, I like I said, I'm gonna roll mine off, and then I buy um, Tectol. Yes. Um, it's from Valvoline. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I spray my axles, my springs. Yep. Um, all the little parts. Because my aluminium trailer I got from Rising Sun Marine yeah. has a sacrificial part at the back. Yes. So the whole trailer and all the supports are aluminium, big, yes. thick aluminium. But where you bring the tra- the boat on to start it is actually gal. Okay. And that's a sacrificial part that in five years' time or ten years' time, it's I've just got to buy that piece and replace it, not the whole trailer.
2: Definitely. Um, but before we keep going yes. now our uh, auto lecky in ash is just saying every couple of weeks even if you're not using a fully charged recharge your batteries yeah yep just keep charging them because obviously they'll like anything will start losing charge and what about just
1: leaving it on a trickle charge and just well you could do that most definitely now this comes to the um the age-old question and ash may be able to answer this um what about lithium just leaving lithium on trickle charge wouldn't have a clue yeah, I know. You hear a lot of bad stories. Would
2: not have a clue. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's an interesting one because you sort of hear all the stories and you go, "Oh, do I just leave it in the shed on a trickle charge? Do I charge it fully and then just leave it? Or there's one for you, Ash. Mm. It's a good one for that. Um... Is a good one. How yeah. have you gone with the lithiums? You love them, mate. Uh, so far. I'm um, so good on the electric motor. That's yeah. Two 12 volts ch- uh, joined together to make 24 volts, I don't have a problem with. I'm loving the lightness mm. um, because those deep cycles I had in my boat were 36 kilos each. So when you think they're up the nose of my boat, because that's the only place I can put them, and there's yeah. two of them, that's 72 kilos on Bloody the nose oath. of my boat. Plus my electric, plus my tackle box, and. It's a job that I dread. Well, I don't now because at 11 kilos of battery. Yeah, you don't even realise. But one thing I have noticed with it is the ride of my boat is more buoyant at the nose, obviously, and doesn't plough through um, waves as good, I believe. Yep. But I'll put up with that because when I take one of those batteries out, um, it's it's a joy now. I'm not trying to lift it with two arms and put it on the gunwale of my boat and then get out of the boat mm. and then reach up. I've got to get on a ladder to get to the top of my gunwale, then lift it down and put it on the ground. and Yeah. Because the days of me being able to just grab two two of them, in, one in one hand and one in the other... They're gone. They're long gone. Long but, gone. Um, I'll give it a go. But anyway, no, the lithium's good. I haven't had a problem yet. Um, and I didn't lash out and buy super expensive lithiums. No. I didn't... You're incapable of doing that. I haven't got the money, Marty. I'm, I live in a tent. Mm-hmm. on the side of the road.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I just got mm-hmm. some mid-range mm-hmm. lithium batteries, two 12 volts at 100, 100 amps each or yeah. whatever they are. And, um, yeah, and so far they've been going great on my electric. Beautiful. Uh, don't have a problem. I, char- I charge them up and just charge them fully. Leave them, and then before I go fishing, I the day before I charge them again. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, it's an interesting thought process with lithium, but um, but yeah, that's my tra- trailer maintenance this time of year. Because when you think you you're back in, into the water, salt water all the time, a bit of textile around everything seems to protect it. And I had thirteen years out of my old Redco trailer before I had to upgrade it. So, to, the amount of times it goes into salt water and to get 13 years out of my trailer is reasonably good and it shows my maintenance process is pretty cool. I reckon. I'll Plenty just put myself on the back there. That's I do it. Do you have a fish oil trailer? I do, mate. Yeah? Yep. It gives you peace of mind, doesn't it? The thing with, the thing with fish oil. It allows is, the cats to be happy. Oh, they all hang around your house, but um, mm. it actually smells like I've caught a decent fish in my boat oh, let's, over the year. Okay, no. let's come on. No, the, not fish, it. the tech, the toll puts a coating over it and the fish oil is just a spray coating to um, like through the air. So I'll toll it and it puts like a coating over everything. Yes. But then later on in the air, just buy a couple of cans from Super Cheap or wherever, that, wherever I see them. And you can actually, they've got such good pressure in them, you can just give everything a spray. Um, and just keep your maintenance up and keep your corrosion resistance up on that. So, That's the way to do it, eh? So yeah, and then my motor, I have um, uh, silicon spray. Yes. And I spray my motor with silicon spray. And
2: why silicon spray? I use silicon spray.
1: Well, I don't. Well, once again, I hit, I listen to all the stories. Like CRC, if you is eats RP7 was a bad one. Yeah, I, and I don't. Um, even if it's um lanolin spray or something like that. Uh, yeah.
2: The thing about silicon spray is it dries. It n- doesn't. Yeah, it's a dry coating. Yeah, um, which is important as opposed to a, a, a lubricant, um, which will certainly stay, stay um, sticky, if you will, and then everything yeah. will stick to that, i.e., salt, etc. So it can work against itself and that sort of. But. Um, yeah, I'm a maniac with the likes of uh, silicon sprays and WDs and all that sort of stuff, because well, I, I, I spray all them on all, all of my rams. and uh,
1: I heard the story, all the stories of, um, like, CRC and those. Um, I don't actually... All the rubbers on your... your I don't lift
2: my it. cowling. I get it serviced every on, 100 mate, hours.
1: Someone, It's a battery
2: expert. Bring it in. I don't know if it will morning be.
15: Morning, fishing show. Morning. How are you guys?
2: Good morning, Joe. How are you?
15: Oh, not too bad.
2: Excellent. What's the plan?
15: Oh, not much on this lovely rainy morning.
2: No, you and John are not planning on hooking the boat up and going chase the jack somewhere?
15: No, stuff that.
2: Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough <laughs> reason indeed. I'm
15: ringing, reason I'm ringing not in an ad break, I've actually got a question for you.
1: Beautiful. We'd not love a it. Wrong show to be asking questions. <laughs>
15: <laughs> oh, just ideas, Go on thoughts, then. whatever.
2: Yeah, fire away. Um, <laughs> there is tablets for Jono that he can use, Joe.
15: <laughs> um, no comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! The question.
15: Okay, so we were doing the normal sitting around, and he was watching YouTube the other night with some fishing people. I actually don't know who it was, but I heard this. Stupid comment, and I'm thinking that this does not sound right. He's talking about, you know, catching his barra and they're fluffing around, and Jono's like, just hurry up, hurry up, put it back, put it back, kind of thing. Yeah. And then he's put it in the water, he's going, Oh, I've just got to resuscitate the fish. I'm thinking, Well, if you're going to resuscitate it, isn't it already dead?
2: That's a tricky one. That's yeah. a tricky one. I told you, wrong <laughs>
1: Show, to be asking tricky questions. Yeah, Gaz
2: and I, we actually don't uh, resuscitate as such by pushing the barrows backwards and forwards in the water, trying to get water in the gills. For our money, that's too dangerous in our waters now. Forget the yeah. fresh, but with the yeah. bull sharks and, and, and so forth, especially bull sharks. Um,
15: but look, it, uh, see... Look, we, I get trying to give it a helping hand type of thing, but I mean, resuscitate is... Sounds
7: like it's
1: already too far gone. Yeah. Oh, it just depends. Yeah, it, that's a tricky one. If it's been left on the deck too long and it's struggling a little bit, yeah, um, it, possibly, yes, it is. But if you can resuscitate someone if they're looking fairly pale. I don't know about so, fish.
15: Yeah, I know that. Hello. Yeah. I know that in my job. I yes. Do that
1: quite often. <laughs> so, so I would think, yeah, it's probably not the right thing to say. You'd probably just say, I'll spear this back and we'll yeah. move on. But um, mm. but yeah, it, it all comes down to handling, fish handling, how you handle your fish. And, and but also the fight. Yeah, the Sometimes fight. fish nearly fight themselves to death. Well, um, or if you're fighting or, them
2: on light line.
1: Yeah, you look at a pelagic or something like that. Or yeah. n- they nearly fight them well. Tuna are a classic oh. example.
2: And You know fish do have heart attacks. They could just, like tuna especially, just go oh. and die.
1: Yeah, Yeah, not
2: far from the boat. The heart just gives out and that's it. That's why I carry
1: a defibrillator in my boat. You're an idiot.
2: (laughs) 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 Clear up. Clear up. Bang. (laughs) (laughs) It's like IGFA rules. Oh. of uh, yeah. going back five years or so now, the main line class used to be six kg when they used to change, chase the the sails and the small blacks for yes. the tournaments. They changed it to ten for the stay, for the safety of of the billies of the fish to get of those the fish, fish in to get them in a bit quicker because uh, when you're fighting them on six kilo it takes that much longer and yeah. you you stress them a lot. So yeah, yeah. hey, that was a that good question. Sense. It was I must admit that was a tricky one for me to answer. You did well, Marty
1: so well done, Joe
15: yay, but ch- as I said, when you start talking about bulls, the next thing out of his mouth was, "Oh, now I see a bull shark there, and I said, to John, oh great now he's got dinner
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, that's exactly what just happened to it
15: <laughs> yeah. exactly' he's being resuscitated, and then yeah well, that could it, so. that
1: could have been his arm or his hand, yeah in that I've
2: bull been watching shark. some good ones lately where they get a fish in uh in, in shark waters because they're on the side imaging they can see it. and then they'll take the fish and motor into the snag and release it in the snag.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Well,
2: yeah.
15: Give the fish well, a fight. Yeah, that's being nice. Yeah. 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 Have
2: you seen the footage, um, Joe, of uh, the um, the lad who is uh, releasing the fish and the and the bull shark? Not a huge one, about a meter and a half. Comes up and he's sort of cleaning his hands in the water. And the bull shark grabs his hand and um, just destroys him. Tore him clean out of the boat. He would yeah, have lost. Oh, I haven't i
15: sitting here nodding his head. So obviously he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was that bad.
2: At first, people went, that's a, that's a, a hoax. It's, it's um, yeah. you know. Um, but no, it has been proven to be true. Because um, the, the the bloke has been interviewed and so forth. And he was in a bad way. They nearly yeah. lost
1: him. There was another one going around you, YouTube and Instagram the other day, and that was a guy hanging a fish over the side. This was Australia. I think it was in the Territory. And a shark came, and he actually jumped back in the boat before it grabbed him. So, yeah. So you got to and be very shark, careful.
2: Yeah. Like when um, when the gentleman was washing his hands, that that was just pure instinct. Yeah. The shark was just going, you know, splashing in the water, come up, grabbed his hand, and whew. just. But the yeah. power of it, the yeah. power of it when it – and. You could hear the panic in the other blokes on board that um, that it was a really, really scary situation.
7: Yeah, yeah.
1: interesting. So you want to talk
15: about
1: yourself? Yeah, couple of numbers, Joe. Oh yes,
15: please.
1: You are number twelve, and Jono is number thirteen. Now,
2: Joe, okay. you remember you can resuscitate people.
15: <laughs> I know that. Hey? Oh, do
2: you want me to do you want me <laughs> lean over the table and slap his ball in head? <laughs>
15: no, go for it. Oh. Now. Do it now.
1: Yeah, he's going to hit me that hard. Oh. just, I'll need resuscitating. <laughs> that's okay,
15: give me your number, I'll, I'll book you and we'll get you
1: defibbed. Yeah, I'll go one in the boat for the Matuna.
15: <laughs>
1: 12 and 13 for you guys, good on you, Joe.
15: Have a good one, bye. Bye,
1: See, mate, Joe, bye-bye. Interesting question. That, that was, was a great question. Yeah. Time to go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll uh, have Guesty on the line for a bit of a chat. See what Oh, he's that's going to be good. Yeah, see what he's been up to, see what he's doing for Christmas. I know he goes up to the farm at Christmas. You and, need uh, to go to the farm. You the know what? Why? I've been at the funny farm for years, mate. That's where I belong. One place you. Oh yeah, let
4: me tell you all
16: about it. Mm. I've
0: been thinking about you. Night and day You sure been restless since you went away You took something from me against my will You touched the nerve in me that's tingling still well, You just snuck up behind me When my
4: resistance was old And now the hell of a time to find I can't let you go
9: to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, carpet
10: Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pond in Lucinda, family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred. Station sponsor. it's time
0: to live the dream.
17: Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from
18: Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today.
11: Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen Cressy, Torelli and heaps more and will repair and service your gear Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all Station sponsor. Get down to your
10: favourite lily-white hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere for convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and
19: Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after
10: locals. Station sponsor.
19: During the wet season, conditions can change quickly. Make a plan now to stay safe on country. If you can, stock up on essentials so you can stay home in bad weather. If you need to be on the road... Take food, water and medicine and let someone know where you're going. Listen out for warnings and be prepared to wait it out in a safe place. Remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search flooded, forget it. For more information, authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane.
13: Station sponsor.
14: Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show.
1: As people have said, you had a couple of reports here from I did. I was, Blue Water Way. What
2: I was the talking doing. To, to William and his boys, Chase and Hunter. Um, they're out at Blue Water and uh, Mal commented on it as well. And uh, so getting getting a good shower out there at the moment. So and, and Williams organising the crab pots uh, for next Friday. I think he said he's going to get out there and try and get a few crabs before Christmas. And that's the thing about it, though, because everyone's going to try and get a few crabs before, before Christmas. Christmas I know. So it's uh, the old creeks are going to copper flog them with. I'm the I'm going to the
1: boli. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shook Third your head. Bend.
2: You shook your head while you're saying
1: Third that. Third bend on the bowling to get my crabs next Friday. So everyone coming down and you'll see be me. on the bender. That's the only bend you will be on. And see me. Uh, Cleveland Bay, north-easterly at thirty. Oh, excuse me, knots. That was me Maccas burp. Sorry, honey. You know I don't have Maccas this early in the morning. Well,
2: separately. I'm glad it came out of your mouth this time. <laughs> so, so, so it had some horrible moments in this
1: so, studio. And, I'll give you uh, the drum. North-easterly north is 10 knots in the Yongala. So half unreasonable in the bay. Still a bit ugly. but It is. It is indeed. But no, it's, um, Do you go crabbing for Christmas? Get yourself some fishy. I think
2: I will because yeah. uh, oh, them ones that Kyle dropped off to us that just made, it gave me a hanker, and I thought, no wonder. If
1: Kyle drops some more off to you. You won't have to go. Morning, Kyle and Jacko again.
2: Hi, Kyle. That'd be you nice.
1: Don't have to get your boat dirty. No, I'm going to go on Thursday. Well, that's that's my only Thursday or Friday, and it won't worry me
2: at the moment too much. Getting my floor because I'm going to change my floor soon. Put put new um, Eva tread, tread on, so yeah.
1: I uh, I seen an interesting thing on social media during the week. Uh, someone was asking, uh, when they go crabbing, is it better to freeze your crabs uncooked or cook your crabs then freeze them if you want to save them for Christmas? Oh, and there was I a think, I of, think freezing is a no go for crabs. That's for me. what a lot of people said. But if you want to keep them for a week and then. Get them out at Christmas. Do you cook them first, mm. or do you just put them in green, freeze them, and then? Mm. And a lo- See, and I'm only saying
2: that it's a no-go because that's all that I hear.
1: Yeah. And it was a fifty-fifty: cook them, put them in, and then put them in the freezer. And then the, another lot said, no, just put them in the freezer green. Wouldn't that be a question for Gordo? That'd Can be we be ask good, him that? Good uh, question for Gordo. Yeah. And I actually got a three-kilo box of prawns off Gordo. <gasps> Did you through- get them? Yeah. Three kilo box. Here's someone going to let us know. Well, why don't
2: you have a crack at getting the bloody phone right? I'll get this right. Yeah? First go. There we go. See what you've done there?
1: Ready?
2: Finally, my morning coaching.
1: Morning fishing show. Morning, Gaz. How are you? Good. Who have we got today? Ash. Oh, hey, Ash. How are you, buddy? You sound sober. That's strange. I know. He sounded so official this morning. <laughs>
5: Oh, come on now, I only had one
1: drink last night. <laughs> you're a
2: good boy, buddy. Really? I, was, I was in the casino at three o'clock in the morning looking at me watch. I'm
7: surprised you're even awake.
2: <laughs> I know, don't worry. I'm struggling, but I'm doing well. I am doing well.
1: Have you rung in for the lithium battery talk or the green crab, frozen crab? Oh, I'm not sure
5: on lithium, so I'm going to stay out
1: of that. Yeah, it's an interesting It's a good thing, answer. <laughs> yeah, nice sitting on the fence with me, mate. Yeah, it's an interesting one though. Whether you leave them fully charged, we'll have to get Paulie from Alec after Christmas. Yeah, because there's so many, yeah. so much up in the air um, of of what to do with them and, and have a little chat. So you're ringing about frozen green or frozen cooked?
5: Oh, I was ringing for a bingo number, but
1: um, <laughs> oh, here, here I am thinking you've got a, a suggestion for us. Now, have you put in your order for Christmas for like
2: ten odd jackal squirrels? Oh, I can try. Yeah, bloody hell. You know what? You know how it's my 50th um, coming up October next year? I, I haven't had a party since I was like five, so I'm going to... you want to uh, inv- drop a em- few more hints? Yeah, yeah. No, no, but everyone who gets an invite, and I know this is rude, it's bloody rude, but the price of admission is one jackal squirrel. I've
1: got plenty of secondhand ones I can bring. New. I've got one, mate, but it's um, bashed new. around from hanging in new, trees. you tight asses. Hooking in Brand trees new. and roots and every branch that it swims past. So
2: uh, I'm thinking if I invite 50 mates, those 50 squirrels, which will leave me about 9,000 short of what <laughs> hang, Gavin Miles hang has.
1: Hang on, hang on. Did you hear that, Ash? No, hire <laughs> a mate. Hire 50, a mate. 50 mates. You're dreaming, mate. 50 yeah. mates. 50 <clears> mates. <throat> <clears throat> A bit too many there, Marty. Oh, I think so, mate. Is he? What's he got? A couple? Me and you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Brendo?
1: That's about it. Hey, you want a number, mate?
2: Yeah, mate. That'd be good.
1: How, how many? One or uh, a couple? Two,
5: please.
1: One for you and one for? His lover, Casey.
5: No, Jamie. Jamie? Yeah.
1: You got a new boyfriend? That's his wife. Oh, sorry. Casey's is... Uh, I'll spell it different. He's on the cover boyfriend. Oh. Hey, uh, fif- 15 for you, Ash, and 16 for Jamie.
5: With your crabs, I've done it both ways. Um,
1: I bet you <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yeah, I knew you
1: would take that one. Oh, he's a shocker, mate.
5: <laughs> um, I've done them gr- greener better. I personally, myself, um, thaw them out in seawater than cook them in seawater, but cooking them... In- uh, freezing them cooked, they don't taste that nice. I don't think.
2: No, no. fair enough. It just—it's got a stigma to it. Freezing it, doesn't it? It just feels like such a waste.
5: It's—I don't think it's the same. I, like I said, if I've done it cooked in, um green. Well, I yep. prefer them just cook them straight away while they're still alive. The best way to eat them.
2: Definitely, Ash. How long? Like if you—if you went a week before Christmas, is it possible to keep them alive for that long?
5: Well, the crow crabs in the territory keep them up five days before yes. they uh, hit hit the trucks before they go to market,
2: but how do they do that is they did, are they keeping them in salt water tanks or are they just out in the open in shade under some mangrove leaves in the backyard or don 't know uh,
5: generally they 're just kept in the shade in uh, your mango crates, and they every day every well, a few times a day they put um bags that are soaked in salt water over top them just to keep them moist and um, you got to make
2: sure that they stay cool yeah for sure but isn't it possible like most meats when, when I cook fish right I'm happy to eat it three or four days later can't you do the yeah. same with crab like if you cook it on the Wednesday you'd be quite fine eating it Saturday uh, if you put it in the yeah. fridge and cover it
1: yeah you
5: would. you would think fish. so I, I wouldn't
2: give it more than, say, four days. I wouldn't go that far. No, well, four is my maximum, definitely. So, yeah. like, when I catch a fish, if I bring a barra home, um, I, I keep it in the fridge for three to four days before we eat it. Yeah. It never, ever, ever gotten crook. Yeah, so. well,
5: as soon as normally once I fill up my fish, they'll cry back whether I'm eating it that night or the next day. Everything's cry back, either in the freezer
2: or in the fridge. Right, yeah, well, because the fridge smell can go through it.
5: That's why I put the um, cryovac on my fish that way. At least I'm um,
1: a bit better of a chance.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic invention, the cryovac, isn't it?
1: I stopped doing cryovacking. Why?
2: because it's a pain in the backside.
1: No, because it was. I thought it was dragging the moisture out of my fish fillets and making them a little bit
9: drier than. No. Nope.
5: I... Well, with my cryovac, I. You can watch the moisture coming out. So once it's sucked all the air in and starts to take the moisture, I can override it and press seal so it keeps some of the moisture in there right. rather than...
1: Yeah, I just, out. I just sort of found that it... it really? Yes, so I actually stopped doing it. I've never thought about that. And now, with a fish fillet, um, if I, I'm going to eat it fresh, but if I'm not, you know your little zip seal bags you get? Mm-hmm. Well, you put a bit of water in your sink, fill your sink up, and push your zip seal bag down into the water and zip it up, and it sort of pushes the air out and does a semi-cryovac.
2: Yes, I've seen that. I've seen that. I think yeah. that might have been on a Facebook thing or something yeah. that I watched.
1: But good idea. It works a trick. Yeah. So, so yeah, there, it, it's an interesting thing. I, that's why I stopped cryovac. I might have been doing it totally wrong because you guys seem not to have a problem, but, but um, I did.
2: Mm. Hey Ash, with your yep. with uh, and you're the same as us. You've slowed up a little bit since the barra season stopped and so forth. Is there anything you do with your boat um, in the let's say the off season, as such, just to make sure everything is, uh, maintains? Um, mainly trailer maintenance to go through like Gaz does and
5: respray everything with Tickle. Yeah, uh, brings an axle. I got a full galvanized steel trailer, so I got a little bit more to spray than what Gary does. Yep. yep. Um, I'd normally pop the caps off the hub, off the bearings, just to make sure the um, greases are all milky and yucky.
2: Yeah, definitely.
5: Um, I do a lot of my servicing myself on my outboard, so I'll go through that and make sure everything's good and that sort of perspective.
2: Yep. Yep. So- now, fishing reel sit down and service all your reels yeah definitely that's an important thing yeah i just i park my butt in front of um a fishing show or a movie or whatever and then service the reels go for it yep. so mind you a lot of the new reels i'm that i'm that out of touch now that uh, I, I i i get a little bit now, even even like the conquests and so forth you've got to have you've got to be up to speed with it now otherwise um everything can go pear-shaped
5: I don't pull them to the part where there's a thousand little pieces, just the basics. Just pull them apart, get a bit of metho and a cotton tip, and make sure there's no salt. And yep. And most of it, and give it a wipe out. I don't go to the point of pulling every little intricate little part um, out, then you've got a thousand pieces and you don't know how it goes back together. But yeah, thing like, pop the side caps off on your low profiles and give them a clean out, make sure there's no salt or any dirt or anything in them,
1: and pop them back together. Right, is yeah. no. Isn't that funny? Good. Like I service heaps of other people's reels, and mine mine get neglected because I don't, yeah, the last thing I feel like is doing is sitting down doing my own reels. It takes yeah. three years to get a reel back from you guys. Oh no, <laughs> no, mate. I have I have me specific clients that, oh, okay. that give me their reels. <coughs> so, oh, so. good on you. <laughs> yeah, when they come back, they're smick. Marty's choked on something. Yeah, I've cho- hey, our our crab and pro uh,
2: just sent us a, a message. Thank you, Kyle. He said, "Look, boys, the only way to freeze them is to cook them, and then here's the point: you double cryovac them so the spikes don't poke holes in the bag. So if you just put a single cryovac bag on, the spikes of the crab can poke a hole in it. But so he's saying double cryovac so there's no air that gets into them whatsoever, and cook them." So cook oh, well, them and freeze
1: go. them. Why don't you break the spikes off before you cry back it? Just a question, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> he's just thrown the boat. He's, yeah. he's
2: thrown the phone against the tinny. Good Changed on you. stations. Good <laughs> on you,
1: Ash. Thanks,
7: mate. Thank
1: you. All See right, you mate. Have a nice day. You too. See
7: about
1: See you, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Ash with his uh, little tips. Yeah. Interesting stuff, mate. Um, he's right with... Um, real maintenance and and We better
2: take that call, because I think they've been trying to get through for a while.
1: Have they? It's probably... Look at you. You're going to
2: do two times in a row. Tasty. Correct way of answering. Oh, oh Jesus
1: Morning fishing show. Hello. Hello. Who've we got? Muddy. Oh, hey, Muddy. How are you?
6: Do you freeze your crabs green or cooked? Uh, mate, I keep, them, I keep them alive. How, how do, do you do... It? Sorry, go, Muddy. Yeah. Yeah, what you do, you just got to put them in uh, in a in a bin, like a chilli bin, right? Yeah. And got to keep got to keep them moist, and yep. you got to keep them out of the wind, and you got to keep them out of the sun. Yep. And you can keep them about three or four days like
1: that. All right. They don't lose condition, start losing meat, or
6: no? If you keep them in the out of the wind. Yep. They won't lose condition and keep them and keep them covered with a bag, you know, and keep yep. them moist. Yep. All right. You can even throw a few mangrove branches in there if you oh. want, you
2: know. Yeah, for sure. But that's what we do with the, in the boat, I suppose, don't we? When no, we are not to, allowed to break
1: down. mangrove branches off. It's illegal. Of course you it is. You find the ones floating. <laughs> a
6: bit of grass. Good on you. So if you go over Thursday or Friday, you'll be right for Monday, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I'll be
1: all good, I reckon. I'll probably go just Friday. in the laundry.
2: And just quietly, I think there might be a few people going on the Friday there, Marty.
6: Yeah, I'm going Thursday and Friday. Oh
2: yeah, Beautiful. Are you going to the
6: Bowley as well? Yeah, mate,
2: I'll see you there. (laughs) Yeah, you'll see
1: me there. Third bend, mate. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You know, Bowley will probably be the only system that hasn't got a boat in it on Friday because everyone thinks everyone's going
6: there.
1: (laughs) Chasing some numbers, Muddy?
6: Yeah, my dad.
1: One for you and one for Nita. And Owen. And Owen, righto, mate, you are 17. Nita yeah. is 18, and Owen yeah, is... I wish not- I
20: was. I wish I was. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, mate. You're not wrong. Hey, mate, I, I've i seen you, you perform at, at 7 to 7 Christmas Party that year with you and Streety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good night, that.
18: You can tell a few stories, can't you? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, just a couple, mate, but we'll keep them quiet. Hey, uh, 17, 18 and 19 for Owen, buddy. Thanks, mate. Have a, Have a good one. Have Thanks, good Marty. See you. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. That was Dragon Street. name out. That was a, a um, really nice Christmas party. That one. Yeah, bloody oath. Seven to seven. Bait and tackle days. Look at that phone fire up. Where? Oh, mine. Mine's lit up. So. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What's the number? It might be
2: zero double four seven one four double zero. And the last two numbers, which I won't say. Just in case it's not guesty. No, it's not coming through my end. Not so. coming through. Hang up if you're listening and give us a call back so that we can have a chat to you live. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting thing what you do with your crabs. Like Muddy said, three three days. You can keep them alive <sighs> for, for three days. There we go. Shall I take this, Muddy? Yeah, take it, mate. All right. Let's see if I can get this right again.
18: Morning fishing show. Good morning, guys. How are you? How hey, are you? Jose. How are you? I'm pretty good, mate. reference to these crabs and keeping them alive. i got one question from the previous uh, caller. Yes. yes. Where do I buy a chilli bin?
1: Yeah, and that's a good question. Oh, a Nelly bin? I would think the like butcher's <laughs> supplies or something like that. Yeah, anything like that. Even a, go to Overflow or
2: whatever and buy the big plastic bins. Wouldn't they do the same job? Yeah. Uh,
18: yeah. But I've, I've got three of them bins already, and they're called coolers, you um, know. You know, ice box or something. Yeah, an esky. I've not seen chili bins. Oh, New Zealand are chili bin, aren't they? know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I'm just have a giggle when you. Oh, that's
2: all bin.
1: good, mate. No, it's the a, good old chili bin. It's a, you know yes. um, when we used to fish Borroloola and Macarthur River a, a fair bit, and everyone who goes up there knows that the crabbers, the Taiwanese crabbers, have got camps all along the rivers. Um, I actually got parked the boat on the bank one day because nature called and I need to go to the toilet. I actually got out onto the bank and underneath a heap of mangroves were some bins stacked on each other with hessian bags over them. They had mangrove leaves and there was tied crabs inside all, the, uh, all their bins. Wow. Yeah. That'd be
2: like stumbling onto a crop. I oh, I know. Got, but, I would have got yeah, quick smart out
1: of there. I didn't. No, I went did, <laughs> I did my business and got back in the boat and off <laughs> we went. <laughs> But that way back, way back in the day when um, we used to go up there in the late 80s, early yep. 90s, there wasn't many people went up there like these days. It's Burke Street that borrowed all of these days. Um, they were our um, the, basically the, the Taiwanese crabbers were the only people we would see on the water. You might mm. see one other Tinny all day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we used to follow them because they knew the, the way across the flats and all that type of stuff. Are
2: so, they still on the riverbanks? banks? They are, aren't yeah, they? Yep. yep. All through
1: there, all through there. They live on areas. them, so they, they create houses. them. Tim- timber still we houses. We actually went and had a look down um, in one of their in Crooked Creek. Mm. We had a little look in in a. Be fascinating. Out. Yeah, they live live rough.
2: I remember uh, uh, the what um, sports fishing series Alex Julius. Yep. In um, on his sports fishing series um, shows and they go and visit the the pro-crabbers yeah. on one of the systems. And uh, it, it's a tough, tough way of living. Yeah. It seems bloody hot in there and they sleep on a bit of tarp and whatever. But I think they put a lot of money into the bank. They do all right. right.
1: They do all right. We used to yeah. – the, the good thing about – because they crab the flats a lot. Very rare did they crab the rivers. Right. And you knew if you were running across the flats, you follow their crab pots and their floats because that's going to be the last place they can get when the when the tide's running out, so we just follow the crab floats all the way off the flats there you go, so interesting what what uh, thoughts uh, jose creeks or flats this time of year
18: anywhere there's water and salt
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough yep, if you've got right. a chance if you're in that
18: yeah, gary, it's like just normal prospect if you're not getting fish in one place, try somewhere else yeah yeah true yeah. true, true. And, and don't be don't be scared to try something new yep um. I've seen people drive past places that they say would never fish, and I've been there and caught some brilliant fish. Mm. Um, Like I've always said, it's just a matter of time and tide. If you get that right, you're in the right place.
2: Most definitely. The biggest Mm. mud crab i ever seen, sorry to cut you off there, was underneath uh, underneath the bridge right beside the railway track um, and the V8 car tracks, um, uh, the railway station. Uh, that's it, way, yeah. yeah, yeah, the causeway. Yeah, yeah, the you But further up, where at, at the actual train station, where it is now, and that thing yeah. was monstrous. It was one of them genuine, like the size of a Forex gold carton. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. It was just the biggest crab that I've ever seen, and that that was going back about thirteen, fourteen years ago. And a young fella actually got it, and it, um, it got tangled up in his lure, a wonder wobbler, while he was throwing it around. Would you believe? A wonder wobbler. Yep. And it was
18: a monstrous crab. Huge. Chasing a number, Jose? Yes, I am. Number 20 for you. Thank you very much. And I've got a compliment for Marty. Oh, Jose. Mate, you've done so well this morning. Keep it up. Thanks,
2: buddy. I'll
18: keep it up. I oh, shit you not, Jose. I'm going <laughs> to keep... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah.
2: No, no. I'm going to be very well behaved, Jose.
1: A hundred percent. He's on his last you warning don't... at the station. Is he? No. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Broadcasting Tribunal have um, done statistics on him over the year and he's actually said the uh, swear word 6,587
18: times. Oh, I dispute that. I've been counting, mate. More yeah, than that. He's only up to, ni- only up to 99.
1: <laughs> and that's where it will stay, Jose. Number 20 for you, Jose. Thank you, mate. Uh, you guys stay good. You, you too, too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> interesting with uh, value. with the with the crabs and um yeah i've never but i've never frozen them if no. i go crabbing i usually cook them that day no. um, do you eat yours hot or cold <laughs> there's another thing if i'm if i'm on the beach and mm, we hot.
2: Do, sometimes but they can make your tummy a bit funny
1: yeah I know, i'll tell you a story <laughs> later <laughs> yeah later but At Boralula again with my dad mm. and dad being from victoria so we crabbed at Boralula many years ago and cooked them up and just sat in camp and just stuffed ourselves. Went while they were still warm? While they were still warm. Mm. And heading down the river, Dad would throw his arm up and point at the riverbank. So off I'd go, drop him off. He'd run up the bank, run jump back in the boat. We'd take off. I pull the bar- I'd run up the bank and we did about four or five times all yeah. the way down the creek. Yeah,
2: that's the thing about warm crab, oh, but it's so nice. No, no, yeah, nice chilled cool crab does it for me. And on the lots of the YouTubes and the way that they say when it comes out of the boiler or whatever you do, you should drop them immediately ice into water. a ice water. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So and that doesn't have to be a, a a brine a salt. It can be that can be straight fresh. So, it's an I
1: reckon that it stops the meat sticking to the shell and stops them dropping stuff, bit their arms. And but I, mm. I don't know. I've I've still dropped them in whether I've cooked them too long. Dropped them into the cold ice water mm. and cracked one, and then in the claw, the meat is still stuck a little bit to the shell. So yeah, let's go to a song, and this is a uh, song that was uh, messaged to us on the show via messenger. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, a new one. It's called I Went Fishing by Thomas Mack. So, haven't uh played it before. Right, eh? So, if it's a shocker.
2: Well, neither of
1: us are getting the blame not
2: today. Our, not our
1: fault. Oh, good start. Would you like There we go. We there back go. Sit back and enjoy. Steam. Jump on and get yourself a bingo number. Well,
0: I thought i lost my baby till she did something crazy to try to patch things up again. She laid out on the bed. And that's when she said, Mister, it's up to you. I'm going to be in this bed as long as you want me to do whatever you want to do. So I went fishing. Now I think I got a bite. Well, I think we might have got our lines crossed, but the truth is I don't. the mouth that chews your ass out all day So I went fishing And she's still lying in the bed she made Well, I was driving to work on Monday morning When I hit every damn red light I was only gonna be three minutes late I figured my boss wouldn't even mind but then he ripped my ass and told me I was trashed And he screamed, listen up here boy If you ain't in tomorrow at 8.30 sharp Consider yourself unemployed So, that night before I went to bed I set my alarm for 8.31 Then I went fishing So hell, I guess I quit I might not got me a shitty job, but I just got a hit. Well they say you're too busy if you're too busy to go out and wet a line. So I went fishing, and now I got nothing but time. That's all the a lines, huh? Tonight I'll be sleeping on the couch I may Hey,
13: which are you mob?
6: Vibes and Easy Beasy. Crank it with
10: us on only live exclusive weekend show in town.
13: Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10pm with one hour of requests.
10: Taking you back playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now.
13: So come kick it with us on your 2 Deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. 2 Deadly, Deadly, Deadly. Everything you need
9: to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building Ingham Road carpet
10: Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred. Station sponsor.
12: Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville station sponsor
10: summer is coming is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down alec is offering free ac checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer if it's your car or your four-wheel drive no job is too big or too small for alec search alec today and book your free aircon check today station sponsor
19: weather in queensland is extreme we have floods bushfires heat waves storms and cyclones that's why during extreme weather events it's important to watch for the warnings yellow means advice a weather event has started. Stay up to date. Orange means watch and act. Conditions are changing. Start taking action. Red means emergency warning. Take action now. Any delay puts your life at risk. Find out more. Search. Watch for the warnings. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane.
13: Station sponsor. proud sponsor of 4K1G
14: live across north queensland on 4K1G this is the saturday fishing show
1: Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Time's flying along. It is. Trying to ring everybody. And they're letting you down. No, a guest he messaged me back and said, sorry, mate, I thought it was 9 o'clock our time. Yeah. Because we've got the hour difference, so...
2: (laughs) Okay, Doesn't interesting matter. one for you here. I was just yeah. talking to Simon during the ad break and you are helping me out a little bit. Yeah. So Simon uh, sent us a question. Hey, Marty and Gaz, on the back of the jackal squirrel boxes, which we were talking about the squirrels before,
7: yeah.
2: it says causes cancer and reproductive harm, which is obviously unborn babies and so forth. How would this affect us? Seems very vague and more alarming. So why uh, is that? Now you mentioned that um, the Americans quite often put on the back of their. Is it because of the paint? Is it because of the it'll plastic? Be the
1: paint and the plastic. A lot of American states carry warnings for a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, you'll see stuff like that. So, so yeah, it'll just be. But an you American couldn't thing. couldn't get crook surely physically handling it, and you're not going to blow no, to eat you're it. No, probably not, mate. But in these days of litigation, um, you got to warn people about everything. I suppose on pizza boxes they say do don't eat the box. Yeah. So, so yeah, you've got to just be, um, and it, there's a lot of things, whether it be paint, whether it be I think,
2: like timber, Simon says, you know how they've got that glitter effect Simon through it. Simon says,
1: It <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like Simon said. Yeah, right. So, um, I don't know. It, I think one.
1: I think they would be better off taking that sticker off the jackal box, and putting a sticker on there saying, "Warning: These lures snag consistently in timber."
2: Can I have your jackals, if they're that bad, and I'll swap you up for
1: whatever you want? All right, I've got one.
2: Right, well I'll swap, well why don't you just charitise that since I had, you made me, you suckered me into buying you McDonald's this morning.
1: All right, I was going to get you some jackals for Christmas. Were you really? I was, yeah, because Tackle World have an awesome range. They do. Some really, really cool colours. I would love that for Christmas, Would you? Well, that's easy. That's what my size is. Hey, can
2: we do some birthday calls? Go for it, Mark. We've got a couple here. Now, uh, well, why we uh, get a bit of a kick out of it because um, every week our, our three Michaela, lovely young ladies Maddie. ring in. Yes. Yes, yes. Don't forget Melody. Maddie, so, Maddie. So, but... Today is Michaela's birthday, so uh, happy birthday to beautiful Michaela, and that's from your wonderful family. And, and the fishing your show. And, your fish, and the fishing How show old? as well. I believe it was eight this morning. Crikey, so I can't even remember that far back. So yeah, yeah. Um, very, very good indeed. Um, so how exciting is that? And also we had another one. Um, we, we had, it's Talik's birthday this morning and Talik has turned 10 and, uh, and uh, Talik's
1: mum rung in and she said, happy birthday, beautiful child. Mum and, and, and all the a, aunties. Yeah, you know, and from the rest of the mob. Yeah. Awesome. So some beautiful birthday for yeah, little yeah. ones. Yeah. They'll be excited. Eh? And we get such a kick out of having the girls ring us in. It's good. We do. Hang yeah. on. Have we got a phone call we coming in? got a phone in? call. I'm going to take it, mate. Take it, buddy. It could be uh, on. Happy birthday, everyone. Morning, fishing show.
15: Morning. Morning. morning.
1: Whose birthday is it? The
15: Thank is...
7: You. Happy <laughs>
1: birthday to you. Did I get
2: your age right? Is it eight? Eight. Wow. Have you been spoiled this morning?
4: Yeah.
1: Good yeah.
2: stuff. Did you get any jackal squirrels? Because <laughs> that's what I would have wanted. Fishing lures. Well, Why do you listen to the show? Your dad said that you love listening to the show. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, good for we you.
3: Like
2: Excellent. Yeah. Oh well, We love the fact that you listen to the show, so thank you very much.
1: It's either that or Sesame Street. No. Well, <laughs> it's the same. You guys want to chase some numbers? Yes. Yeah. All right, who've we got numbers for today? Snuffleuphagus. Maddie, Melody. Hang on, I'm writing here. I can, I'm a very slow writer. Birthday party tonight, Michaela. <laughs> Where's our invite? Oh, we're silent. Okay, we get Righto. it. Righto. you. You might like the show that much, but you don't invite us to your party. Hey, um, thirty for Maddie. 31 for Melody and 32 for Michaela, the birthday girl.
7: Thank you. Bye.
1: You, bye. Have a lovely day on your birthday. I Happy hope you birthday, get birthday, Michaela. Bye-bye. See you, sweetheart. There you go. How cool are those little ones? I know, I know Ryan up there at Hooked Apparel in Cairns will get a little buzz out of here and the little ones. Maybe a, uh, maybe we can organise a birthday present for uh, Michaela through Hooked Apparel. Just a thought there, Ryan. Oh, no, he's sent us a fair bit. We'll uh, We'll find something. I'm not sure how a rod sleeve will go for Michaela shirt maybe ah scotty crab measurer from crabber has sent us a message about uh crabs cook first then freeze but the meat will change texture when you eat when you defrost to eat better eat fresh or keep alive with an air bubbler in salt water good on you scotty i'm gonna use my crabber
2: when i go for a fish i think i'm gonna try and sneak out next friday too
1: oh following me now yeah why not (laughs) where are you going
2: I'm Boli. not even going to say the Bowley. The Bowley. Not that predictable, my friend. Third
1: bend Bowley. Yeah. yep. Well, there'll be a lot of people. I'm banking on the fact that um, there's a few people. Are you, is it going to be, sorry,
2: is it de- designate, a dedicated trip?
1: What do you mean dedicated?
2: That's all you do is crab. You've yes. done that before.
1: Yes. I, I have learned. And
2: through... thanks to the nice little comment to our listener before about me keeping my crabs alive. I'm
1: very cruel. Well, they stay alive in your underpants for a long time. <laughs> sorry, Marty. Um, you need to apologise to the listeners. Sorry, listeners. Um, no, it's a designated crabbing trip. No fishing gear, just crab, crab, crab home. I learnt that long ago from some good friends who were very good crabbers. Yeah. Chris O and Chris his brother Mick and Chez gave yep. me all their pointers. Right. And they did, because I was hopeless. And. Um, now it's just take uh, my crab pots, hmm. put my crab pots in, work my crab pots, come home. If I don't get crabs, well, give us a hint. What's working it?
2: How? So you drop it in? How long you leave it for? Yeah, why don't you put t- it back on?
1: Until the- I get to the end of the run. So it's that quick, that quick. But if I put, um, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I don't put my pots in every fifty meters. I put my pot, one pot on this bend, next bend, next bend. I could be. Two mile up the creek with four pots. Right, so you don't run a whole. No, no. So when I get to my end of my first, fourth pot, if I'm by myself, or six, I don't take, if there's two in the boat, I don't put eight crab pots right. in. Right. So by the time I get to the end of my sixth, putting it in, I go back to my first. Okay. Pull it up, then work my way back. And then I do that about two times, a quick pull, and <laughs> then. I let it sit for a while. <laughs> and then I let them sit That's for a while. That's one way to work it. <laughs> then I have it. <laughs> Marty, please. And then I um I work them. Are you right there. Let's go to the phones. Go for a quick pull. A <laughs> morning fishing show.
18: Hey, lads, how are you? Good,
1: who have we got
18: there? Scotty, mate.
1: Hey, Scotty. How are you? Good. How are
21: you?
1: Oh, I'm good now. Marty's hanging it on <laughs> me, mate. <laughs> you idiot. I, I set a pot out, then they go for a quick pull. That's what they call it. You're pulling your crab pots. That's the way you said it. <laughs> what do you call it, mate? You're pulling your pots. Yeah. Marty's got problems. Yeah, what are your it. thoughts, mate? I just read some out. Yeah. And with your pots, how long do you leave them in before you pull them? Well, mate, it depends on where you are,
22: like you know, I idea. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. To be honest with you, I don't do much with pots. I walk the flats mostly and get them by hand, but I get them at night time. All
1: oh, so, right, Do You yeah. a spotlight yeah. hand spear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're the worst best
22: on the rising tide at night. So, All right, um, yeah. Even, even when you're doing pots, or well, throwing pots or pulling pots, whatever you want to say, Gaz. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the rising tide's the best way to go. Um, yes. So uh, the start of the rising tide is the best way to go. In my opinion, now that's the best tide yeah. I've ever had. So. Um, you, people can get crab all, all tide, but I, I think the best way to go is definitely you put him in and sort of work their spot on the, on the start of the rising tide, whether it be to put blue swimmers yep. for the muddies. I think that's the best way to go, yeah.
1: Oh, cool. No, you, uh, no you see a lot of crab photos and crabs yourself, so always good to get a, another opinion.
22: Yeah, well, down here I can obviously I can, obviously the flats and I don't see yeah. them at all. Really, a lot of it. But, although I'm, I'm on holidays at the moment, so I've got some pots with me, so I will do that.
1: Where are you on holiday? Where have you gone? I'm just on, I'm just on the sunny
22: coast at the moment. Yep. So, so yeah, just about an hour and a half north of Brisbane.
1: When you find them so, on the um, flats, they're just wandering around. Not uh, in, not in holes or.
22: Uh, no, the in, 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 in 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 holes and weed beds.
1: Yep. Yeah. So the old so, crab I'm controller, gonna... you just slam it on them and pick them up.
22: Yeah, yeah. So you can yeah, if they're, if they're walking around on the weed beds, just just do that. you sort of sort of trap them down on that with, yep. with that down uh, on the weed beds. If they're in a hole, um, or if it's at night time generally they come out of the hole on that on that rising tide because the um the water pressure pushes them up out of the holes. Yes. So yeah, obviously on the flats, they it, it's a natural thing for the crabs to. Come up out of the holes as they feel the water pressure pushing them up. I think the, um, that's a sign for them that the, the, the bait fish are going to be swimming soon. Yes, because the water—the water is the coming across the top of the flats. Yep. So they they, they go to the top of the hole the to wait for the water.
1: Ah, good stuff.
22: So, yeah. So that so that that's why they're sitting at the top of the hole. The problem with that is that because they're sitting on the top of the hole, if you go up to them, the. Um, uh, and they can see you if it's daytime. They'll just shoot straight back, straight back down in the holes. So that's why ah, you stick your arm down the hole. Yep. Oh yeah, you know, right. If you do it at night time, <laughs> yeah. If you do it at night time, they they can't. Generally, they can't see you. So, but you don't want to. You don't want to keep the spotlight on them because it'll spook them. So, it's just a few little. There's a few little tricks yep. that you learn, from doing it, to, to stop them from going down. Having said that, they still do go down in the hole, but. So what you kind of do is you grab the crabber and you just sort of you sneak up behind him and you sort of yeah. you, you just flick him out of the hole with the crabber and, and then you just go and touch him. To now here's
1: them. this could be a very silly question, or it might be a, a reasonable question to ask. You never know coming out of my mouth. Now you know at <laughs> night when you shine your light in the water, the prawn's eyes shine red. Yeah. Do crab's eyes shine? It's hmm, a decent question
22: uh um
1: got my, you now haven't i me.
22: yeah you've got me i i haven't noticed
2: it's just I, I, that we thought you were crabbing expert yeah, scott our it? mistake sorry yeah, mate
6: sorry.
22: <laughs> well
4: because because well, you
22: know well, see, the thing is I, no the thing is i try not to shine it on them because if you shine the i i, I don't shine the light directly on them yep. because i don't want to spook them so I, I just put the ambient light onto them because oh that's because romantic
1: <laughs> a bit of ambient light with the crabs. You play soft music as well?
22: Yeah, I do a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, There's
2: so many things I mean, want to say but I'm not going to. Some of
1: the stuff that you play, Gaz, um, yeah, because Marty's pretty really heavy. It's not good, his music. It would send the crabs way down in their holes. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting um, yeah, question that, now. Look, I, yeah,
22: yeah, yeah with, the, with the light, I, I just, I haven't Notice it because i don't I cannot dishorn it onto them once I've seen them yep um i do I, I, I don't want to spook them, so i just don't I don't keep the light on them I, yeah. just, I just make sure I can see them where they are and yep. make my way over them because it's pretty dark yeah yeah
1: now for so, our all our listeners um thinking why hasn't Scotty been eaten by a crocodile um walking around at night in the creeks because he's down south Or do you do that up here
22: no, 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 no. I, I was actually, when I was up there a few months back, I was talking to Steve about it. Who, you know, Steve, I was talking. Yeah. It, but, uh, uh, he reckoned, he said, oh, yeah, no, I'd do that up here. And I said, y- y- obviously, there was a few splitters came out of my mouth and I said, there's no way that I'd do it up here. And, he, and, and then he ended up agreeing. And I said, yeah.
1: Because uh, there would uh, be know, red obviously. eyes shining around if you uh, yeah. did that.
22: <laughs> yeah, where I do it in Brizzy. I mean, there's a number of spots I do it. And it's not exclusive to one area. It, yeah. It's the... um, there's lots of areas to do it and you could definitely do it up there if you're game enough but um, and there probably is people that do it up in 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 Crocodile Country but um, I certainly wouldn't do it but I'm lucky enough that down here we don't have that and 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 it's look to be honest with you I went out for an hour and a half uh, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago it was at About an hour and a half or two hours I went out. Um, It was a three-hour round trip. Yep. And I got got eight crabs. Oh, awesome. Can't grumble
1: with
7: that.
22: No, you can't do that. You know, you can't really do that too often with pots, you know. And and, I don't have to do an overnight soak. I don't have to go backwards and forwards in the boat several times. It's just I go out, I go catch the crabs and I go
1: home, you know. Yeah. Good stuff.
2: Yeah. Right. Hey, but Before, before you go, um, and mums and and children out there trying to think of a Christmas present for dad, give this brilliant product of yours a plug, mate, because it would make a great, great Christmas gift.
22: Oh, look, mate. Yeah, it, it actually does. It's um, it, whether you're into into crabbing or like, it, obviously, it's a crab, it's a crab measure, it's a crab controlling handling tool, so on, and so forth. It, it's just a just a pretty cool thing to hang on the wall too. If you, it is. If you've got a, yeah, yeah. If you've got a, a man cave or you. You know, your dad or your husband or grandfather or something like that has got a, a, a bar room or something, something that can hang on the wall. You've, everyone's got one of those those old bastards that swing their head and play the music and yes yeah. got a fish thing hanging on the wall. You know.
2: What was the song it used things to, things
1: sing? to sing? Take Me to the River. Take Me to the River, oh. Oh. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, te- I so tell you know. what, we were the first tackle store to have them in Townsville. Billy Bass? Yeah, way back when, and we would have sold... 300 of them in about three weeks. I bet you in did. In the end, we couldn't get them um, because we yeah. sold out that quick.
2: But the, yeah. the, even though Crabber is designed for to yeah. actual for use, he, Scott is exactly right because they look great on the man cave wall. Yeah, but
1: you, you know those, yeah. the, the Billy Bass, when, when we first got them in the shop, we had one on the counter. And when people walked up to the counter, it would turn its head and start singing, and they had to buy one. Oh, I've got to have one Oil of them. Off. Yeah, yeah, yep. they were hotcakes.
2: And then they ended up in the two dollars shop yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah they were everywhere. had them
1: then, so yeah,
2: good on
22: you, mate. A bit like the a bit hey. like the thongs, the thongs that look like fish.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, how bad are they?
22: <laughs> yeah, ter- terrible looking things. A terrible idea, but they're just they've gone like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell
2: me, do you wear Crocs? Because they are so popular at the moment. I just can't get my head uh, around no, them.
22: I, I actually, I, well, I do, I do, mate, but I, I don't like the Croc thongs. I've got Croc shoes. So
2: croc, croc shoes.
1: Yep.
22: Yeah, they're they're really good. The, um, but the Croc the slides, I don't really like those. Um, the, the, the Crocs. I've got a pair of Croc shoes, and I think they're really good. Yeah.
1: I've got a okay. pair of them. Um, the kids bought me original Crocs. Yeah. And they were they are much more comfortable than the El Cheapo Crocs you get out of the cheap bin. I, I wouldn't have believed it, but yes, they are.
2: Well, there you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so
22: good so you on you, mate. Were talking about, hey. um, you guys were talking about Monjurin before with the barra, yep. you know the, um, you know the big barra that they were catching down there. Yeah, I, I know a few guys that have um, been catching some big barra down there. So when we were supposed to go to Fraser a few weeks back, the weather was a bit ordinary, um, and we we're going to go to Fraser. So we decided, oh, well, either we'll go to Monjuring. We've only been there once before and, and never had so much success. So, so we went there and um, and. Uh, We 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 really we know nothing about freshwater fishing. We just know that you know you don't have to wash the trailer and (laughs) (laughs) boat.
9: Yes, (laughs) um, that's a plus.
22: We we caught a few. We we caught a couple of um, you know sort of seventies when we were there. Oh, good um, fun! And we and and, and we and we lost a few, but we worked out from talking to an old fella that was there that the um, the uh, freshwater they still run on the moon phase and all that sort of thing. So uh,
1: yeah, around the tide uh, changes everything.
22: Yeah, yeah. So the wind obviously creates a current on the dam. Um, We knew that. But, um, yeah, we didn't know that the fish still run on the moon trace. Yes, they do, yes. So you bite times and all that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. They still still definitely run around the moon trace, yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot to learn, Scotty.
22: That was was absolutely something to learn, yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, buddy, you have a nice Christmas if we don't uh, talk to you before then. And thanks for the uh, support throughout the year for the show.
22: No worries, no worries, guys. Yeah, hope you guys have a great Christmas too and uh, I'll uh, look forward to catching up with you next year.
1: Good on you, buddy. You know what I'm going to do this weekend?
22: You're going to go crabbing?
1: No, I'm actually going to finally you're, you're,
22: you're draw... On the, on the on the bend in the bowl. Right?
1: No, I'm going to draw the uh, Ultimate Pro Mini Pot and the Crabber Crab Measurer out of the hat this weekend.
17: Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah.
1: I haven't done it. Yeah, I was sure. supposed to do it at the start of November... But uh, yeah. I've been really slack. So this weekend I'll draw that, um, that crab prize for some lucky winner Will oh, win a okay. crab controller and an Ultimate Pro 650mm crab pot. What a, what a prize. Yeah. Bloody hell. I'm supposed oh, to, well, then, supposed then to do it. Obviously, then people now, now get a last-minute chance to put some, yeah. some uh, photos Quickly in there. Quickly get in there. All right, Scotty, you have a nice uh, weekend and a lovely Christmas and a safe one, and we'll talk to you soon. All
22: right.
23: Thanks for that, guys. Thanks, See you, buddy.
1: buddy. Bye. 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 There is Scotty from Crabber, and Marty is 100% right. If you want an awesome uh, present for dad or mm. brother or sister or mum or whoever, yep. uh, Tackle World have got uh, the Crab Controllers down there, and they're a, a great gift. Beautiful. Time to go to an ad. Hey, also,
2: another big happy birthday to uh, Brett Arpherson, their boys from Hooked Apparel. It's
1: Brett's birthday. It's Brett's birthday. Good on your Brett-o. Yep. Ryan happy birthday, bro. Ryan will give him a Hooked Apparel shirt. Oh. So good stuff. Let's go to an ad break, no song, and uh, then we'll quickly head up to um, Lucinda and have a chat with them.
9: Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building Ingham Road Carbett.
10: Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hintonbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred. Station Sponsor.
11: Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai mob. They are top
16: fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped.
11: Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-19967. Station sponsor.
7: Yeah.
12: Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury 4-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville sponsor
13: for our children we all walk together to keep our children safe strong and connected to culture community organizations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family well-being services for families and children of all ages to find free and confidential support near you search family well-being services because when it comes to our children we all walk together Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor.
14: All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this this is the Saturday Fishing Show.
1: Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Time to head up to the lovely Lucinda having a chat with Miss M. How are you, Em? I'm
24: very well, thank you. How are we? Fantastic. Good, thank you.
1: How's the weather up at a beautiful Lucinda this morning? Hinchinbrook Channel. I mean, it's not ideal. <laughs> no, same here, but it's nice to have a little bit of rain around.
24: That's right. We definitely needed the rain. So uh, day before yesterday, we had four inches. Yeah. And then uh, wow. the old rain gauge um, decided it just couldn't hack it and it packed it in. So I couldn't tell you for the last two days how much rain we've got.
1: <laughs> oh, so the old... In, t-
24: t- in typical rain gauge fashion, when it has to do its job, it's not doing it. <laughs>
1: yeah, failed. Failed again. Yep. <laughs> New rain gauge for Christmas.
24: I think so, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's, it's a bit drizzly up here. Every now and then we look over to the island and then it disappears. So I, c- I can't actually see it at the moment. There's um, some cloud cover over it. So it'll uh, hopefully reappear again soon. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, just a drizzly, very uh, bed weather.
1: <laughs> bed weather?
24: Bed weather, yeah. You don't want to get
1: out. <laughs> Leave the aircon on. Yep. And just yep, chill.
24: Definitely. There's definitely been some people doing that down the lodge this week, so they've just been uh, relaxing and waiting for the, the breaks of the rain and chilling out and doing a bit of Netflix and, and uh, relaxing and then uh, putting the pots in in the breaks and then going back and getting them. So they've been getting a few crabs, so yep. the rain's definitely freshening things up. So it's it's been nice to have a bit of rain, and I know as much as we complain because you can't get out, we definitely needed it. So things are sort of firing now that we've had a bit of rain, first the fresh yep. water. Started to come down, so you know they're getting a bit active in there, and you know they've got a couple of crabs moving around, and there should be plenty of uh, the prawns jumping around. Yes. So it'll yeah, push the prawns it's, it's out nice. to the
1: beaches. It will.
24: Yep. Yeah. So it's, yeah, nice, no, nice for a bit of a shake up. So yeah, things will be things are firing. Mangrove jacks have been on the attack. So yeah, it's nice that yeah. Uh, despite the rain, you have got to put the poncho on to go up the channel. Um, it's been yeah, things are things have been nice. moving. So how did
1: cool. you go? Did you get much wind and and effects from jasper or no not too bad down that end
24: oh it wasn't too there was definitely wind there was there was a day there it was before before the actual cyclone hit we had this half an hour crazy like wind gust came and just like blew my swing chair over and everything it was it yep. looked like cyclone was happening i was like oh my goodness oh that's and then what you say it was gone
1: A a cyclone category five blowing your swing chair over.
24: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It was was wild. It was just around, I think it was about two o'clock in the afternoon the day before Cyclone Jasper was meant to hit. And then, uh, yeah, it was about half an hour and things were shaking around. And then it stopped and it was dead calm, eerie, no nothing, no wind, no rain. It was steamy and there was nothing. So, oh, you
2: built
1: that up fairly, made me scared. (laughs) Yeah, made me a bit frightened. I had to look around then. How's the weekend going? How uh, how full's the lodge?
24: Yeah, it's this, despite the rain, uh, the people have still come to go fishing. So, yeah, no, it's looking good for the weekend. I only have one room available for the weekend if anyone's keen to get out of home and come up and, and have a look and uh, make the most of the, the rainy weather and the fish jumping around. So there is one room available. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't stop people. Hey, they no. love it.
1: Oh, it's people nice. It. It, it, the good thing about it, Em, if, if this was down south... And it was raining like this, it'd be about two degrees and it's miserable and you want to <laughs> sit inside, like you said, in front of the fire. But yeah. we get a bit of rain and it's still 30 degrees. So you can go yeah. for a race off up the channel, have a fish. You get wet, but you're dry um, and it's warm. You're not freezing cold, chattering your teeth. Yeah. So, so that, I think that's the difference. It's, it's yeah. just so nice. Yeah.
24: Definitely. I've invested in a really good raincoat now after yep. living up here. Um, because there's it's nothing more annoying than when you go out and it's sun shining and then you turn the corner and then there's a patch of rain and you get wet. So I always take it with me. I've got a really good one now. So you just whack it on, you know, you don't you don't have to worry about getting soaked, you have a good raincoat with you, just be prepared. But yeah, it's it's funny, like I would never go out in the rain before. I guess you sort of acclimatise and you get yeah. used to it. Like, you know, you sort of, you just have to pick when you can go. And if it's raining, then so be it. <laughs> I still
1: jump in puddles. <laughs> I was jumping in that's puddles with in the grandkids <laughs> the other day. Found an awesome oh. puddle. So I jumped in yeah. it. Yeah. So, and then Very they follow good. suit as they do.
24: Yep. Oh, and that's good. They love it. My kids were <laughs> sitting in the muddy puddles yesterday. I so some photos of them covering themselves in mud, like, like pigs in a puddle. Yeah, I'd
1: be in it with them. Be good fun. Hey, uh, nothing available at Christmas or the waiting
10: list?
24: No, there is one somebody's had to move their date for after Christmas, so there is one self-contained apartment facing the grass area upstairs. It can sleep four people. Um it's available from the twenty second of December to the twenty seventh of December. Um, so if anyone is keen for last minute Christmas, get up here for Christmas time, um so you don't have to do any mad cooking or anything. You just go for a fish instead. Um, it is available if you want to give me a call. Um, yeah, see, these, uh, the people on the wait list have, uh, they're, are either two, two bigger families can't fit them into the four sleeper, uh, or it's the wrong date. So, yep. yeah, if you, if you're keen to come up for that Christmas part, give me a call and, um, book it in. It's, it's a great atmosphere at Christmas and we've got, December time is so relaxed, like the people that we've got in the lodge at the moment are just fantastic, every time I go down there we get stuck having a chin wag for hours and they're just, they're great people, you know, it's just, yeah, the atmosphere, the vibe, everyone's so relaxed, you know, they're just, yeah, having a good yarn and it's, it's really, yeah, it's a really, really good time of year and... Yeah, it's the best. So if you're keen to come up, we've got the people that are in for Christmas time too. They're regulars. They come every year for Christmas. And, yeah, it's just – it really is beautiful, yeah.
1: Well, last weekend I caught up for an hour or two with um, some of your guests that are coming at Easter. The the Robinsons.
7: Yeah. Um, yeah, Summer, Brenton, Kay, David
1: and Amy. i Caught up with them to say hello for a couple of uh, hours. It was nice to catch up. And uh, the Robinson family kindly give us a $25 Tackle World voucher every week to uh, give away on the show. But we've been hoarding them for the last three weeks. And next week um, we'll have a $100 Tackle World voucher to give away courtesy of Dave, Brenton, Summer, Cade, and Amy. So we really appreciate it. It was nice to catch up with them. And they're booked in for Easter with you guys
24: yes they are they're they're a great family They're we love when they come they're lovely they're always good for a chat too so yep. yeah we we love and i love seeing the kids get out there and go fishing Yeah, it's, it's great they they are a really really nice family so and how yeah. good that they're giving the vouchers away that's yeah that's awesome yeah good it was
1: lovely going. of them to do that so uh, we really appreciate that so so good stuff okay m how can anyone get hold of you if they want to uh book a room for next christmas or take the room that's available this christmas
24: you can give me a call on 0477 seven triple nine There is a little bit of availability before Christmas if anyone wants to get away before the mad Christmas rush. Yep. Um, do a couple of days couple of days fishing to relax before you go start cooking. Um, and, yeah, after New Year's, I've got some availability um, once it all settles down from about the 3rd of January. Um, so still school holidays if you're keen to get the kiddos away, get some fishing, get some family bonding time, um, give us a call. And don't forget to mes- uh, mention the fishing shows for your
1: fishing show discount. Good on awesome. you, Em. Love your work, That's Em. Well. You nearly got it. You've nearly nutted it out after all these years. That was perfect.
24: I know. took, took a little
1: while, but I got there in the end. Yeah, no. <laughs> True professional. Good
24: on you, Em. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, you have a good one. I'll chat to you later. Thanks See you, well. I'll talk Bye. to you during okay.
1: the week. Bye. See you, Em. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. There's M from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. So uh, availability this weekend, if anyone wants to pop up there for a, a night or two, be really nice, just chilling. In the rain, as you do. Time to go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll be chatting with Guesty. Because you know what he did? He called you and said sorry. He did. And he thought, because I said 8 o'clock our time, which is 9 o'clock your time. Did you tell him
2: that people are bane to be on this show and we ring him and he lets us down?
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. No. But no, we'll give him a ring shortly. Probably not. Let's (laughs) go to a bit of Luke Coombs.
21: My big brother rode an Indian scout He was black like his jacket American spirit hanging out of his mouth Just like our daddy He kick-started that bike one night And broke mama's heart He pointed that head alive things are. He'd call me up every couple of weeks South California Talk about the desert and the Joshua tree His pretty girl stories And how he bought an Airstream trailer and a J45 guitar Settling
9: to keep your car driving well and looking great you'll find it Cheaper auto spares, performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper auto spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building Ingham Road Carbett.
10: Station sponsor. Don't keep saying one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred station sponsor
9: host christmas at home with harvey norman shop the latest in small appliances to make a christmas feast easy get the party started with the infiz fusion sparkling drink maker by breville only 249 dollars. cater for a crowd with the versatile king size capacity of the ninja flex draw triple xl mega zone air fryer now 499 dollars. create mouth-watering desserts with the kenwood titanium chef baker xl great gift idea for the family's favorite baker 599 more in store and online now at harvey norman
13: sponsor.
10: I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville-owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt and you'll see where why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor.
12: Repower your boat with reliability and power. With the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine. Bayswater Road, Townsville.
14: Station sponsor.
7: All my friends
1: don't fishing.
14: Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, it, it, this it, it, is the Saturday Fishing Show.
1: Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. We've got hold of guesties on the water pumping yabbies. How are you,
23: mate? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Well, actually, I'm not doing the pumping at the moment. mate Riley's doing all the pumping, and and uh, and his partner's got the... Got the bucket and the kids have got nets and they're having a fat old time and there's whiting swimming around our feet here and it is probably one of the more glorious pictures you'd ever get. Lake Macquarie, it's glassed out, there's big whiting swimming around my feet. Yeah, really nice day. Do
1: you silly question probably from us um, Guesty, do you get King George whiting there or no, that's too far uh, north?
23: You've you got to sort of hit that Victorian area really to get into that. Yep. Victoria, South Australia, Southern WA for the King George so we get the big sand whiting but Lake is probably home to the most consistent um, sort of, I, I guess, genus of the real big ones here. So we yep. get them constantly over 40 centimetres. So, so that's like as sp- big as your forearm, sort of like bigger than that even. Oh, and, and, bigger
1: um, than Marty's, mate. Them. Marty's yeah. got a forearm like a five-spot gar. <laughs>
23: <laughs> <laughs>
2: guess he don't get involved really? with his hatred of me.
23: <laughs> no, I try not to, but, you know. No. But, um, but there are some proper big ones here, and up to close to 50 centimetres, you know, some really big, consistently. You know, I'm looking, I'm seeing the water here now. Yep. Polarising around. I've got a lot of 35 centimeter ones swimming around. Then there's one there that'll be highest 38s. And over the back, a little bit sort of quieter, there's some 40s. But we're only in the Abbey pumping ground, but once you get a little bit deeper or we go fishing, yep. you'll see, you, see, you know, a day like today, you'll have 50 around your boat and 20 of them will be between 40 and 45 wow. centimetres. Do you, burl-
1: Do you burly them up around your boat?
23: W- with a yabby pump, I will. Yep. I just pump sand. And as soon as you get a bit of sand in the current, it's yep. like ringing the dinner bell for those guys, you know, because it's a bit of a natural burly thing. And you get little bits of, like, shed squirtworm casings and, you know, bits of... Bits and pieces of little micro, no, microscopic sort of sand fleas and things will be there, so that gets the whole food chain sort of excited. But yep. I, I put a, a, an unweighted gaby on here while we're pumping um, for Riley's little fella here, and flicked it out a minute ago, and he caught one just just under legal there a second ago, just around our feet, you know. So, yeah, nice. So it's, uh, yeah, no, you, it's a pretty nice picture.
1: Do you get the the big monster flathead in the in the lakes there as well?
23: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, some big ones. And I'm just looking there. So then with all what we've stirred up, that big the really big mullet have just come in and they're all cruising around here as well now. So we've got mullet, brim, tarwine, silver biddies, the Can riding. You, it's all it's all happening here at the minute. Mate,
1: it's amazing what those Mako sunnies pull out in the water.
23: Oh, absolutely. I've got them on, don't worry about it. Oh, you know that, I've got the permanent sunglasses hand from those things.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. How, how's the year been, buddy, on the on the good. show? It's been really good, good watching. Job
23: got our last show, we did a bonus show this year we've got show, episode 21's on today um, and, and that was just an extra one we did for Quintrex with the new boat that they had, which we don't normally do 21 but it's been really yep. good and um, i already filmed six episodes of the new series already and hoping to to get to Townsville and do some shows uh, in sort of that May time or somewhere yep. in that area maybe, you know, just try to get that weather window for me to come up will be good, so working on coming to Townsville again. I haven't done any shows out of Townsville for a little while, so I'll definitely be talking to you guys there. Yes. But um, the new series is coming on really well. I filmed with Mark Tubby-Taylor there the other week, the cricketer, yeah. and um, he's just a, one of the life's gentlemen and, and had a great time. Got him his PB flathead, so his PB was 75. We got him an 82, and I got a 90 on surface. Jeez, on that, water, on, so.
1: did you was that being filmed?
23: Yeah, yeah. Flathead
1: yeah. on surface? Geez, that a 90-centimetre yeah, flathead.
23: 90, in the oyster racks like lock and load, hand on spool, all the things you shouldn't do with a flathead, head out of the water so it wouldn't get me under the racks and yep. got it. And that's my best. That's my PB on top water anyway. That was amazing. So um been catching some big ones on top water, really good ones. On, on a new law that Berkeley are doing, a big um, soft plastic swim bait that's not out yet. So um, yeah, I think they're going to go dynamite when they come out. Really good for Barra too. Yep. So much action. Just sit right below the surface, and you can just twitch them, and they just come alive. They're amazing, Lord. They're going to be really good.
1: Oh, everyone will be hanging now to see it. You've just given us where
23: they'd be good. They'd be really good under the lights with my mate Marty, I reckon. (laughs) Uh,
1: He'll (laughs) he'll take you. Maybe not with a camera, but
23: (laughs) no, no. I reckon they'd be they'd be really good there. Them and a couple of shimmer shrimp would be good. Actually, I've just come back from Lake Monjuring up there for a couple of days filming, and it had sort of had been on fire there but it had gone pretty quiet but we got a show film there and, and caught a few on on the shimmer shrimp and yeah it's um it's, uh, it was good it's always good we never get i get a chance to go north and go barra fishing i'm excited either way so
1: when you fished mondurin in those areas and we've had a few topics over the uh the last month and one of the most um i'm not suppose heated or one of the most interesting topics is the live imaging um <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts
23: Oh, look, I mean, <laughs> from my, my, my point, um, I grew up in an age that wasn't totally dominated by electronics. And, you know, when I, when I grew up, you know, i paper the sounders when I first started, yep. and you and you picked your landmarks and, and you'd line that post up with that mountain range in the background. And that's how I started my fishing. And I still really enjoy my favourite fishing is if you guys said to me, guestie would put the tinny in the creek and, and on this tide, I reckon that's the pressure point where the barrow are going to sit. And, and I like the whole aspect of fishing, the mental side of putting it all together and coming up with the goods is yep. really cool. Um, so I still find that more rewarding. Um, but without a doubt, those active imaging for fish like Barramundi, so if you're someone from the south travelling along, we all know impoundment Barra can be just the biggest pain yes. in the backside ever. And they were the other day. And um, it does have its place. Um, yep. and I'm not, I'm not the... Fishermen who will sit there all day, like I fished with Kobe Pascoe in, in Rockhampton um, yeah. in, in the this series this year, and we got fished to a metre thirty. So, yeah, I know it
1: was an amazing we, show.
23: Yeah, but it was just if you're not, if you're not, and we had two poles going. Jack Nolan was on the back screen, yeah, on the front. I'm in the middle, I'm not in the game, you know. I'm, yeah, unless you're glued to the screen and watching exactly where your land, your law lands, and trying to get it right on that diagonal run across the barra's face. Then you're not actually in the game, so it's sort of. Did it take yeah. you
1: out of the, I suppose not spotlight, but take you out of the atmosphere with those two oh. looking at screens and knowing, oh. and you just sort making, of standing there?
23: Yeah, making TV, yeah. It, it's so important to catch fish, you know, you've got to catch It fish. is, yes. For us, I don't put TV together ever unless there's fish in there. You know, some, some shows are happy to do that, that's great, we don't do that. Um, so, the fish come first, I don't care who catches them, you know, yeah. doubt. would I have liked to have caught a metre 30 barramundi, saltwater barrow. My, my PB's a metre eight saltwater barrow. so absolutely, I would have loved to have done that, but I don't care, as long as someone's catching them, yeah. and at the end of the day, you've got to be smart enough to go, this guy has just got it wired, he's the expert, mate, and I'd say, you just go, okay, you, you, yeah. you do your thing, you know, and I, I was in awe a bit of how good he was, or is, I should say, not was, is yeah. at doing that. Um, So, yeah, does it have its place? Absolutely on those tough fish like Barra. Um, There's a bit of conjecture about, you know, Blakes targeting Murray Cod with them as well. But you get in, you know, big dams like, um, for example, Copeton Dam, where those big barra have seen a mil... I'm sorry, big cod have seen a million different lures. And they're they're pretty tough now. So to spend the money and go to a town, let's say I drive to wherever, like I'm going to Proserpine to fish Peter Faust Dam and things are shut down and if you've got a bit of an advantage you're going to use it i think so it definitely has its place but its place is not everywhere i think that's fair to say
1: yeah mate we'd love it and as you as you know you're at you guys on the show are lawrence and us on our show are hummingbird and and the birds aren't quite up to speed with everyone else but um as soon as it uh, as soon as it pops its head out um yeah we'll be looking at um throwing it in our boats so i need all the help oh, yeah. i can get
23: but the thing that i've I, I've really learnt from it. Yeah. It's not so much, you know, it's using it to go right, we've got my lure right in front of the fish and you watch that. It's cool to do that. But it's watching fish behaviour that, that's assumed. Hmm. Like you assume that the fish has done this or done that. But to actually see what they're doing and even looking at Barren Lake Mondrian there the other day um, where I did get it, I got miss pulled out of a really good one on a shimmer shrimp and then caught one and watching just how active and how much movement they had, whereas... I was sort of more thinking they're a little bit more sedentary and they just sort of sit there and, and, and happy to not move around. But yep. I guess in an empowerment, they don't have that, that water flow in their face like they do in in a normal river estuary system where you've got tidal movement all the time. So they can just sit there and idle with that water flow, whereas they tend to move a lot more in the empowerment than what I really realise, yeah. you know, you see them coming through on the side scan, but on a mm. snag, when you think they're just held up sitting there, they're on the snag, but they're moving around a lot more than I thought they would, and and that that thing, that, probably looking at that sort of, you know, six or eight barra there, and you go, oh, well, these things look more active than the ones over there, so we'll probably stay and fish these ones. Bloody oath. Um, yeah. Snag, Michael. It's, it's really interesting, mate. I think it's it's interesting to see where that's going to go, you know. I yeah, Definitely.
2: Think Michael, let's say you're on the committee member of uh, maybe an ABT sort tournament or another big tournament, and you've got to put in a vote: live, live target permitted or live target not. What way would you go as it stands right now?
23: Um, on, on on the barra side of things, I think it's I think we're past that, and I think it's got you got to just let them use it. Those guys at the top end, you know, that's like saying to me from a World Rally Championship point of view, you know, guess you're going to do a, a WRC round. Do you use the latest, greatest spec Michelin or Pirelli tyres with the most grip, or just use these cheap ones? You know, and I'm I'm going for the tyres that give you the yeah. most grip, the most corner speed, the best braking. It's a fair um, answer, so, yeah. So, so I, I, I'm saying for those guys, absolutely let them let them do their thing, um, yep. and, and, and go from there. And um, yeah,
2: what is concerning. With is that we we're talking earlier, and uh, Gaz was mentioning that uh, one of the people that he knows with the Murray cod, and we know how stubborn and how you know if you get two fish in a session for twenty four hours, that's that's an incredible session, and that uh, with live target, they're absolutely braining these Murray cods. It's uh, I, I, I do fear for the fish a bit.
23: Yeah, so the good thing with the big cod is it's 100%. For those guys, I think it's 100% catch and release, you know. And Yeah. Um, so so that's, I'm not overly concerned about that. I think if it was that technology was being used by people doing the wrong thing and killing, you know, or folks who were just, you know, gaffing big barrel, I, I, I hate to see that, you know. I love mm. seeing – I love to feed of fish more than anybody, but I love to see our big breeding fish get let go. So that's a concern if that was happening. I think with Murray Cod White so successful, is they're, one, they're just one of those basses of fish that you can find one and and it'll be the 40th cast that gets the bite. And that's not, you know, people listen to this and go, Guesty, what an exaggeration. That is not an yeah. exaggeration. You can go cast, 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 change your angle a bit on the exact same snag and then suddenly the fish will eat.
2: And so, that's it, yep.
23: Your lure, like a law that's got the most amount of action at the slowest speed right in their face is what wins the battle there. And um, so that's where, you know, active target, you know, image, you know, uh, sonar yeah. imaging works really well for those species. So, and I class Empowerment Barra, totally different to the way I class our saltwater barra and I class Empowerment Cod, you know, that have been stocked, different to wild fishing cod. Yeah. So I, I just did some wild cod fishing, the other day we got 17 in two days i think and a couple of big yellows out near dubbo in the macquarie river and wow we got the car topper and film five amazing big surface bites and the bird noise is amazing you yeah. know you see all sorts of cool stuff swimming around platypus that that for me and they're not big fish these are up to sort of 75 centimeters but still beautiful Fun. Fish, you know? yeah great, great looking fish i find that I find that so much more enjoyable and working your way along to different snags than, you know, sitting at midnight in the middle of winter in an empowerment, you know, yeah. like. and I've taken guys in other areas away from those cod impairments where where we've caught 25 fish in an afternoon and, and 20 of those on surface and probably had 40 bites on surface, big explosive bites, and the biggest fish was 80 centimetres, um, and so what would you rather do? Oh, any day of the week, I would rather do this.
1: Yeah, that's my bucket and, list.
23: And yeah, well, let's go, mate. You come down. I'll you know, I've down, got yeah. access to some fantastic country. I'm really lucky there. And yeah, um, and I just once again, oh, you got, you know, there's blacks. We filmed a show. Uh, yeah, this season there was one at the car topper, and, and you know, I think we saw four snakes in about 150 meters. And, and anyone knows <laughs> me knows I'm not a fan. And, yeah. um, and and filmed a snake eating a big frog right at our feet, and then we're casting frogs in crystal clear water, sight casting at 75 centimeter cod and watching them come up and eat it off the top. Like, that is just, spectacular. Yes, that's, that's just, I love that
1: stuff. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, we won't hold you up, mate. We know you're with We uh, have got a question there. from we one of our listeners for Guesty. Oh, one of our listeners. Yeah, he just says, uh, hey, Guesty, what about barra size limit, 90 centimetres, or no or keep up to 90 centimetres? He's got a slot limit of 90 in his boat. Is that too high for you or would you prefer to see it lower or do you have a slower limit?
23: Yeah, for me, I wouldn't never keep a ninety-centimetre barra. That's just me. Yep. But, but I, I, I generally, for me, I let all the barra go. I don't, I don't keep any of them. I, if one was bleeding, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm keeping it and I'm icing it and I'm eating it. Not because I don't like barra. I just, I just, I hold them in such high prestige as a sport fish. For sure. Um, if I lived in Townsville and I was barrow fishing all the time and I'm, i putting the mud crab traps out, I'd probably keep a seventy or something once in a while. Yep. You know that, that's me. And I'm with my flathead. In New South Wales, for example, we have a size limit of um, of uh, uh, what have we got now seventy centimeters. You know, they take them over seventy. But yeah. Anything, so- any flathead over fifty eight centimeters is one hundred percent a female. The males only grow to fifty eight centimeters. So yes. I don't keep anything. Pretty much, any. Well, I don't keep anything over fifty eight centimeters because I know, and you know, there, some of those fish in those mid fifties will still be females, obviously. And for sure, but I know anything over fifty eight is one hundred percent a female. So even though the Regulation say seventy. My regulation for my boat is fifty-eight.
2: Yeah, no, in good court. And you're like us, so Gary and I, we're, we're massive fans of the of the flathead. We love it. They're such cool fish. We reckon.
23: Oh, and this, you got to come down here one time, you guys, and I'll take you top water fishing for them. And I know that's and, amazing. You know,
18: they are. Oh,
23: it's so cool. The visual side of it in super shallow. What do you like? We're catching these big fish in knee-deep water. You know, like and massive big things like. Like proper, and there's guys on our, you know, had meteries on and lost them and caught them close to that meter size, and they're proper big fish. And Amazing. the right tackle. It's, it's just such a, such a cool thing to do, and, and watch them swim away. That's my favorite part of that.
2: But. Yeah. Yep, they are an incredible fish. And they almost know, something, like we talk about on the show every now and again, you can fight one for 30 seconds and drop it beside the boat, recast it the direction it went to, and it eats again. <laughs> they're crazy.
23: Absolutely. They're very aggressive at times. And then oh. they can also be really, really, really tough at times as well. Yes. So, um, it's about getting the weather patterns right and, and water temperatures and, and different times of year, different techniques. But certainly the big thing that I find with them is barometric pressure plays a massive part in them. Um, they don't fish very well at all in low barometer. They're Because they're so shallow a lot of the time, okay. they're really, really affected by that. So a rising barometer or a nice stable higher barometer is always better for them, like a lot of fish too. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: good stuff. Hey, buddy, we'll uh, we'll let you go, and just to thank you for the time you spend with us
23: all year on the show.
1: Um,
23: oh, mate, I love it. It's it's all great. And, and, and sorry, apologies to you guys. I got mixed up. I did look at your text messages and said, "Hey, Esty, nine o'clock your time," but I was thinking it was nine o'clock your time, which is an hour later. So
2: no, <laughs> it's Jerry's trying to work out how to delete a really nasty email he sent <laughs> ten minutes ago.
23: Yeah. <laughs> mate, <laughs> I, I spent four
1: days with the boys. They know exactly what I'm like.
23: <laughs> yeah, no, and we'll be doing that again too, and definitely want to catch up with you for a fish, Marty. I'm seriously looking forward to that.
1: Sounds oh, brilliant, man. I look forward to that,
23: mate. No, just, or, or just, yeah. just a massive Merry Christmas to you guys and all your listeners, and thanks. You know, obviously next year we'll be talking first Fishing.
1: Yes, we will and
23: fundraising, and um, and you guys support that so well, and and I uh, can't thank you enough for that. And um, have a have a great Christmas to you and all your listeners, and look forward to. Getting in the studio. Um, hopefully, we're up in town sometime early next year for some fishing. Anyway, it'll be Brilliant perfect, hey, mate.
1: You and Lisa and the boys have an awesome Christmas, New Year, and we'll talk to you uh, in the New Year. Thanks again, buddy. Yeah,
20: look forward to it. See you, boys. See, See you, mate. mate. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. The, got on your guesty. There is guesty. What a champion. Yeah, he's always good for a chat, mate. That's interesting. He'll be in town, so uh, yeah, we'll catch up. You can do. You can do a show with him now. Take him to your favourite. I like my radio. Oh, you're backing out now. Well, <laughs> Backing out. That's all right.
2: Half the episode will be chased by the pilot boat.
1: Yeah. Marty,
2: are we allowed here? Look, just, fishing
1: show just, host. Just cast there, fishing keep show. your balaclava on, yeah. and we're out. Fishing show host arrested fishing illegal waters of Townsville. Let's go to a song, and then when we come back, we'll have a chat uh, with Gordo. <laughs>
2: the fisheries in the background with their
1: thumbs Stop. up. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Only we'll a song now, and we'll save our ad ad break just before our prize. Look at that! How
2: pasty out, man.
16: The first time we did it, I was scared to death. She snuck out in that cotton dress. Jumped on in and we drove to the lake Put her hand on my knee and said, I can't wait I had everything we needed in the bed of my truck Turns out my baby loves to fish She wants to do it all the time Early in the morning, in the middle of the night She's hooked and now she can't get enough Man, that girl sure loves to fish That's all she wanted to do That was okay, cause I did too She always wants to go down by the dam And I love how she looks with that rod in her hand If they ain't biting, she don't give up Turns out my baby loves to The
1: Yes, welcome back to the Four K One G Fishing Show. A little bit of a stop and start there, as Joan has just dropped some beautiful sausage rolls in for us, and let's cross over to Cleveland Bay Seafood. How are you, Gordo? Not bad, yourselves. Oh, good, mate. I had we just had a little bit of my song finished, and I was looking at some nice hot sausage rolls, and I forgot oh, to, forgot to jump on the, on air then.
20: Mate, I'm surprised you, you, you're
1: talking. You should be <laughs> knocking them over. Oh, mate, I can smell them, Gordo. They're over on Marty's side of the desk and I've got a uh, fresh homemade sausage roll smell wafting straight at me. Oh,
20: that's probably why Marty's not talking. Yeah,
1: mate, he's not even in the studio. He's got one in his <laughs> hand and he's bolted.
20: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Then.
1: Hey, uh, how are you going today, mate? Starting to ramp up for Christmas.
20: Yeah, we're all starting to ramp up. We're taking a few orders and everything for people to come in and grab a bit of gear and all that for next week. Yes. So,
1: uh, yeah. Mate, I did, the, okay. I did the smart thing. I came in during the week to get, um, to get my three-kilo box of prawns off you, and I, I've been a good boy. I haven't even started eating them yet. Well, oh,
20: that's no good. You need to knock a few over. That way we can sell an extra box to you. Yeah.
1: Hey, you guys have got an awesome special. Your your uh, three-kilo box of bugs still going?
20: Yeah, we've still got them going. They'll run all the way through. Um, we've still got a few boxes of uh, three kilo kingies for a hundred dollars. Yep. So I think there's about 30 of those left to clean up. Um, so once they're gone, that's finished, and then we'll we'll go from there.
1: Did I hear you say you've also got a five kilo box of prawn deal going?
20: Uh, yeah, we got five kilos of kingies there for one sixty, yes. and some nice cooked tigers for one seventy.
1: Oh, mate, get in there, everyone, and snavel them before they go. Hey, uh, are you yeah. looking forward to Christmas, mate? The kids getting excited like they always do.
20: Oh, well, they're uh, they're all working this year, so they're over the moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, good on them. So, yeah,
20: one thing about having older kids, mate, they're all working. Yeah, so, and they uh, buy
1: you better presents because they've actually spending their own money.
20: No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's all fun and games.
1: So. Hey, mate, um, when are you taking orders up till um, for Christmas? Mate, we'll,
20: take them, we'll take them up until the uh, Friday. Yep. Um, and then Saturday, Sunday, we'll be just selling it out the door.
1: Hey, we, we had a little bit of a discussion earlier on about live crabs and and how to keep them. And I seen a, a question on, on uh, social media. Uh, someone asked... Is it best to fr- – we know it's not best to freeze them. It's nice to eat them, eat them fresh. But if you have to freeze your crabs, is it better to freeze them uncooked or cooked?
20: Uh, depending on what you want to do. Yep. Like if you'd like a, a chilli mud crab and all that. Yes. You could free- just clean them all out, break them all up and freeze them in little clip bags like that. Yes. Uh, or the other way is cook them and, and freeze them on their head. on the the shell side down, so the legs are up.
1: Oh, right, yes.
20: So all the yucky water goes into the shell. Yep. And not on the meat.
1: Oh, well, there you go. There's a good point. So upside down, lay him on his head or back, I suppose. So Uh, everything goes into the shell and freezes. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it was just an interesting thing. Because most people cook them and eat them or buy them off you and eat them. Um, but, yeah. yeah, just if that one time that you've got to freeze them and, and off you go. And also, um, how about keeping them live? It, it, what's, what sort of time frame? Three or four days if you put them in a box with oh, a...
20: Well, well if, mate, it, the biggest thing about move is moving them and yep. change the temperature. Yep. So if you keep them in a spot that that's nice and cool, cool like uh, 18, 20 degrees in, in your bedroom, you know, yes. it's quite good where it stays there. Yep, um, and just put a bit of put them in the dark, and oh, they'll
1: sit there. That's like my missus, mate. Keep her in the bedroom in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
7: it's just, it's
1: just Gordon, I apologise <laughs> for Gary.
12: Oh,
20: it's just a pain when you get when she gets a puncher though. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty of I'm repair kits out there, mate. You. Hey, mate, we, we won't hold you up. We know how busy. What time are you open till today?
20: Mate, we're 5 o'clock today and 3 o'clock tomorrow.
1: And what's your last day of trade before
20: Christmas? Uh, the 24th. It will be shut at 6 o'clock on
1: the 24th. Awesome, mate. We'll talk to you next Saturday. We're doing That's our last show for about two weeks. So we'll give you okay. a ring next Saturday. I think it's the 22nd. That's the 23rd. Oh, thanks, Gordo. <laughs> no worries. Good on you, mate. See you, Gordo. Thanks, heaps, Gordo. You, Bye. Bye, mate. Bye. There's Gordon. Oh, so again, game. he hangs up the phone, shaking his head. Oh, Gordo does. There's Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Head down there um, and uh, order your seafood or buy. So, I bought a box of three kilo endeavours off him, and I've been so. They're all good. Gone now, aren't no, they? No, I, I haven't. Of... No, I said to Gordon. <laughs> no, no, the, the, that deal. No, he's still got a handful left. Oh, so head down. I'm going there. to call him because I'll grab one on the way home. Yes, yeah. So uh, head down there if you want a um, a nice box of prawns. Beautiful sausage rolls there. Oh,
2: Joni, thank you so much. What a beautiful person. I feel oh, it's, probably at Christmas time because I, I mentioned Ted and Ted's been gone for nearly eight years now, and poor Joni started crying on me. So Joni, I didn't. So. She's a beautiful lady, and but the sausage uh, rolls are gorgeous. Yeah,
1: that's time, That's the time for a lot of people we know. For sure. And a lot of listeners. For sure. She wasn't. She, she was. A, it's yeah.
2: a, like it was a probably a happy cry. Wonderful yeah.
1: memories. Well, there was mate. We've got all our listeners that are no longer with us. We have awesome memories of them. Yeah. And we think about them uh, this time of year and their families. We for sure. Send them
2: all our love. I was telling um I was telling one of the boys before the um call up maybe Kevin or someone, and I said that's when Gary and I finally do bring the show. To the end of its run. Um, That's what we'll miss. We'll miss that sort of thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Talking to our listeners. Especially
2: the Saturday morning calls. Above everything else what you and I do, which is, I live for that, but it's that 30-second interaction. Just
1: chatting on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what will hurt me. One day it comes to an end. It does, and I don't want it to be
10: like
2: the footy show. Like The footy show, just brilliant, 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 brilliant brilliantish average shat, crap. And I don't want us to be that. So as long as we're... Well, we
1: just stay crap all the time. Well, as long
2: as we stay crap and don't start yeah, getting so good. Yeah,
1: surely we don't bring it into the brilliant stake.
2: No, no, as long as
1: we're crap, crap and we yeah. keep it that way. Well, we're consistently... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, it's an crap. interesting thing, mate. Well, one thing, um, and it, uh, people want to um, ring in and, and give us topics because mm. sometimes we, it, we get... Into the same topic and topic and topic, and if if there's stuff out there that people want us to chat about or find out about or get someone in to chat about, yeah, most by definitely. By all means, let us know. It's um, it's not a problem. We'll uh, we'll give you a little. Well, one of the things
2: that, I was, and I was thinking about it through the week. What people, because I I saw um. Uh, a, a guy put a, a. Actually, take a call, and I'll talk about this in a second.
1: I will, Marty. See
2: how you go, of answering in Gaz.
1: Yeah, I'm all over it. Look at
2: you! Look at you! IQ of four. Morning
1: fishing show. Hello, Gaz. How you going?
17: It's an anonymous caller here.
2: No, it's it not. Is. We know that voice.
17: No, we're not going to say. <laughs> What's
1: our not anonymous not cool. call about?
17: This is a true story. We were at sleeper log huts at the creek there. Yeah. We caught all these mud crabs, and the uncle gave us five bucks a crab for them. He, we had a hundred crabs. Yeah, now it's all good. He went to Mount Isa and sold them for forty bucks each. This is in the eighty. Oh, okay. hey. when he got there, he only had ninety-nine crabs, and he blamed everyone for ripping him off one crab, mate. And he was filthy about this. Yeah. This is in the back of an XP Falcon. <laughs> Two weeks later, Evelyn pulled the shopping out the back. And she said, fuck you. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs>
25: oh, I said, sorry go get the shopping out
17: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Chris got it opened the boot up. And this crab attacked him. And that was two weeks later. <laughs> so that was two and a half weeks, then crabs were alive for. Oh. That's a true story. Really? That is
2: an insane true story. Now we are gonna to have to grab a gold coin donation for our jar. Yeah, yeah, I know. See? I remember I've done that, eh? Mate, we've just oh. proven that we're hundred percent live on this show. <laughs> I oh, know. Mind you, All the- in the in the, uh, the the fifteen years I've been doing this show now, that is the clearest. <laughs> there the- was no blurring. Everyone, the deaf child at the end of the street, understood that.
1: All the times you have hung <laughs> in the show, that's the first you've dropped it. Embarrassing, eh? So, <laughs> no. No, it's all good. No. It's all good. Not you? at all.
2: Not at all. No,
1: that's interesting yeah, with the that crab. that is a true story, mate. And yeah. the crab had, like, no meat. It, like,
17: ate its own food to, inside, like, to survive. Yeah. And they threw it back in the water and it swam away.
2: Oh, how good yeah. is that? So a happy, yeah. happy ending kind of in the, in the end. Yeah.
12: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, don't well, think you'll that's... You'd the... get caught and shot for that today, wouldn't you?
6: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, gee, he made some coin out of it, didn't he? Entrepreneur. Oh, yeah.
12: And
17: it was dodgy as I was about 14 or 15 at the time, not much older. And every time we pulled up for, for fuel at the servos, going to the ISA. So was everyone else. And they looked as dodgy as us. <laughs> and
2: this is the Birdman
17: days, right? So yeah. everyone was dodgy and flighty at the servo and yeah. no one stayed long.
2: Ah, the old days. <laughs> hey, tell me, yeah. is Peter in the background shaking the head at you?
17: Uh, no. She's splitting some clothes and ports out the front.
2: <laughs> well, you go and tell her what you just went and done.
1: No, all good, mate. Oh, don't, go. don't stress.
2: Oh, uh, that was classic. Oh, awesome. awesome. you, Rick. Hey,
1: thanks, Rick. See, See you, buddy. Oh, anonymous call. Not anonymous uh, Rick. <laughs> Thank anonymous
2: you. Anonymous Rick and Peter. And <laughs> good on you, mate.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we threw him proper under oh, the oh, bus. You did, mate. You, you've said it. you've dropped the bomb. Yeah, not that clearly. Actually, I. Oh, I'm too late to press the dump button. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, gone. It's funny, funny, funny. Gone, gone. But what
2: I was going to say is, um, I, I know. oh, here we go. Another call. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now This is the phone police now. Yeah, phone police. I must tell you. Morning, fishing show. Hey, guys.
6: Groovy. And there you go, mate?
1: Hey, Steve. How are you? Awesome, mate. Awesome. N- now, speaking of crab experts, we here yeah. we are. How have you been, mate? I haven't heard from you for a oh. while. You're retired now.
6: Oh, nearly, yeah, not yep. far off it. Yeah, no, I cranked up a little business. I'm pretty flat with that, but I'm still working for a little bit, and yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. What
1: what are, what are your crab secrets, mate? Do you keep, keep them alive for long or eat them straight away?
6: Uh, easily four days. Well, I don't eat crabs. Yeah,
1: I know. So. You hand them off to me. <laughs> oh, you poor boys. Easily bar.
6: four days. Um, just keep them wet. With a hessian bag and mangrove leaves over the top of them, mate, yep. they'll keep for ages, yeah. For, for sure, that's exactly day what Muddy said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah no, per- yes, um, perfect, mate. I'm actually going down the morris, uh, down to the hut. To Still got it, the hut? Oh, I've got a few very, very interested buys, so... Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. good
1: stuff. No, that'll be yeah. good, mate. Hey, um, last time I spoke to you, did I send you the... um? Contact details for big dog fabrications for Ben, for all those fish cutouts. Been there,
6: done that. They're all hanging over my house. How oh, good awesome, are they? Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah, Ben's a good lad to go with it too, eh? Hey?
2: He is yeah. a good lad. You wouldn't mess with him. I like him.
1: Uh, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. he's a big boy. Hey, mate, Steve's <laughs> fairly solid himself, you know. The Groovian. The Groovian, running around those cane fields in his lap-lap there, <laughs> but by himself, see? Off he goes.
6: I hey, reckon i wear a lap, lap now. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a
1: lap lap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, do you want a number?
6: No, nah, mate, I'm just ringing up to say day and oh, all that kind of thing, but Awesome. Yeah, it's all good.
1: All right, so, buddy, you have a uh, awesome Christmas, and I'll call in and see you in the new year. I'll have a coffee. Tomorrow, you have a beer, I'll okay. have a coffee. Your, don't you know, me? he says that to everyone and never turns no, up. No, no, I call into Groovians. <laughs> Gaz, Gaz's nickname is Unicorn. Yeah, they'd never see me. (laughs) It's mythical. Yeah. Well, I stopped call. I stopped calling him when he didn't wear his lap lap once. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Groovian. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. See you. So have a good yeah, Christmas, bye, bye mate. His, Groovian's been a, uh, a massive listener a long, long time. I know. You call in all the time. It's yeah. the first of oh, Groovian. He just chills out time. now, mate. He's, he's a good crabber good too. Good on him. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, last chance for numbers goes It's time to get uh, give some prize away. So look. Hey, it, what was in the the um, Iron Man bag, real quick, before oh. we do go. In the Ironman bag today, we have a Lucinda Fishing Lodge cap. We have some gulp slime. That is so good, that For stuff. your lures. Jimmy's Pop Frogs from Jimmy's Ooh. Fishing last week. From the port of Townsville, we have a water container. It's a nice water container. From Ridd, Australia, we have some mozzie coils. And from Hummingbird, a buff. And from the gang at Eagle Claw, we have... Some 7 seven oh hooks. Just how many packets of that did they send us? Uh, about 3,050. All good right. Friends and what's the lure? Right. Well, the lure is a Rapala Shallow Running. So Let's a th- a look at that. So a $30 lure there. So a good prize bag there. So, oh, that's a lovely lure. So we shall go to a song and an ad break and give some stuff away. Are we meant to give used lures away? Yes. Right. Well, I wasn't going to, Are you at least going to sign it? It already signed. I wasn't going to give it away, but you said, what's that lure? (laughs) Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back we'll give some stuff away.
4: I miss knowing what you're thinking And hearing how your day's been Do you think you can tell me everything, darling But leave out every part about him I should tell you I'm sorry It seems I was the problem somehow See, it's something I really mean. But I want you happy where the north is with me. I wanna see. I wish that you never left.
21: Sunmarine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands, with Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance.
18: Hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sunmarine today.
10: It's a it's a Come
11: and get it, Rising Sunmarine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped? Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it
16: comes to doing that boat raps. You know, they had so many deadly designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped.
11: Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-19967. Station sponsor.
7: Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every-
10: sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call Alec. Alec makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery runtimes, solar charging, and superior handling, as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. Alec are your red arc specialists. State of the art electric braking system. Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines.
24: Yummy, yummy,
10: yummy, yummy! Yum. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients.
17: I'm a big fan. A fat and jolly chef.
10: They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey. Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, la, la,
19: la, la, la. Come to Pizza
3: Riviera. La la la
19: la la la. Station sponsor. Weather in Queensland is extreme. We have floods, bushfires, heat waves, storms, and cyclones. That's why during extreme weather events, it's important to watch for the warnings. Yellow means advice, a weather event has started, stay up to date. Orange means watch and act, conditions are changing, start taking action. Red means emergency warning, take action now. Any delay puts your life at risk. Find out more, search, watch for the warnings. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane.
13: Station sponsor.
14: live across North Queensland on 4K 1g. This is the Saturday fishing show.
1: Yes, welcome back to the NQ fishing show. Hey uh, we we're talking about crocs before the very start Crocs for your feet yes uh, Rooker's message in said do you know why crocs have holes in them? So your dignity canoes out so obviously he's not <laughs> a fan of crocs. <laughs> nice one Daryl. hello Daryl now. Rod sent us a message. <laughs> Rod, Rod said, I cooked muddies a couple of weeks ago. On the advice of some people who know, I cooked them in fresh water. What? Yes. And then straight into saltwater ice slurry said they were beautiful. There you go. Another way of doing okay. it. Okay. We better take that core.
2: Why? Well, just in case. We've still got a moment or two. Yeah,
10: all right.
1: Oh. Morning fishing show. Yes, g'day. How you going, fellas?
25: Roscoe, Forest Beach.
1: Hey, hey Roscoe. Roscoe. How
25: are you? Not too bad, not too bad, mate. Sorry, money new to this, mate. I want to know, did you get a new number every week or did we keep the one from last week? No,
2: new no, number every new week.
25: Number. Okay, I thought so. Radio. Yeah, definitely.
2: Is this the Roscoe we were going to call a couple of months back with the yes, flathead?
25: That's right, champ. Yeah, mate, it is. Yes, I called last week. Ah, uh, yes. We got cut off when the phone rang.
2: Yes, yes, beautiful. How's the weather there this morning? Is she a little bit cloudy?
25: Yeah, mate, cloudy, a little bit of rain, um, the last, so I was yesterday, last night a little bit, but we haven't had a lot of rain here, a little bit over 40 mil, I reckon.
2: Always. Oh, beautiful, well that's something, and more to come, I do believe, Not, probably nothing too, uh, too out of control, but we'll see what happens.
25: Yeah, for, sure. for yeah. sure, mate, no, we need it here, I think all the farmers need it too, hey? all the canes looking pretty, was looking pretty yellow before this, so I yeah. hope it's all good for them.
2: Definitely. Hey, do you ever cruise down to the beach and actually have a fish off the beach out front of your house, or what?
25: Yeah, mate, I do. I normally go down um, on the beach down Cassidy's, but I said I've said got, got a dog with me, and um, been a little bit hot lately. Yes. So, um, and just the weather and getting ready for Christmas and all that, mate. Well, I haven't been down there for a while, but, yeah, it would normally um, I don't go to the boat ramp here, but other people do, but I've seen them catching barra there, even catching barra in the cast net.
2: Amazing, isn't it?
25: Absolutely. It is, mate. Yep. It is, yep.
2: Yeah, and as we and get a little nothing. bit more rain, they'll, t- they'll start turning up on the beaches more and more.
25: Yes, yeah, right, yeah. And so, this year, I met a tourist down there. They come up from, you know, Victoria, them southern countries all the time because they love here. They yes. love our, you know, God's country up here. No, and, so they um, should. He was catching the doggy mackerel off the beach. Oh wow, how good and is I'm, that? I, hadn't heard, I haven't heard that before, but I he was stoked, eh?
2: Good on him. That is awesome. Yeah, yes. Are we going to chuck a number in for you?
25: Yes, please, mate. I'd love to. Right,
2: I'm going to have to. Uh, you're going to be number forty-four, so I'm going to have to find that and chuck it in our barrel. <laughs>
25: So. Yeah, not a problem. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Good on you, Scott? man. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, Rose. Like I said last week, mate, I love you. There's something to look forward to if you're not going fishing. or well, even if I was fishing on a Saturday, I'd still have the wireless on listen to you anyway, but... Um when I'm up there, normally I go along the beach, I've got a four-wheeler and that, and take the dog and all the fishing gear up there. I and spend the day up there. Good
2: ya. Oh, good on you. Good on, well, Roscoe, you've just won the 2023 <laughs> New Prado. <Yep. laughs>
25: oh, yeah. That's all yours. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Uh, as long as we've got a couple of fishing lures and a rod in the back, we'll be right. Good, good on, you, on you, Roscoe. Man. See
2: you, mate. <laughs> See you, buddy. Bye.
25: Thanks. See
1: you, Chance. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, oh, Roscoe from Forest Beach. Man, that's it, that, that phone, you want to take one last one? Well, it's not ringing. Uh, And uh, morning to everyone up at Forest Beach, Taylor's Beach. Paulie and Astrid up there.
2: Have a nice Christmas. Greg Evans said, yeah, definitely put it in the uh, the ice slurry, which basically stops the cooking process. Even if you put it straight in the freezer, it still takes time to... To cool down, put it in a nice slurry. It's as instant as it could possibly be, and that's going to stop the cooking process. Hence, it's not going to stick to the shell and so forth. Um, and uh, and then Kyle sent through, said the only way to freeze your ca- crab is uh, got to be cooked. There you go. Got to be cooked. That's his opinion, Oh, Hang
1: on, so. Marty. The phone is going now. I'm taking it. You're taking it? Yeah. Morning fishing show.
15: Good morning.
1: Who have I got? Courtney? Uh,
15: no, oh.
1: Today. Sam? Who was that, Sam? Yes. Hey, what Sam, how you are you? Good, thank you. How
15: are you?
1: Good, thanks. How, what's wrong with Courtney not ringing in?
15: Courtney's
1: at her friend's house today. Oh, oh right. Oh, there
2: you go. Is, is our yeah. show on at the friend's house, or has she just decided not to listen today? Well,
15: she
1: hasn't answered, so I'm not sure if she's awake yet.
2: Oh, pun us. I think it's because <laughs> she's fixated on the show. She'll call you after 10.
15: Right. <laughs> Chase well, is- <laughs>
1: Chasing some numbers, Sam? Yes, please.
15: Just for Mark and myself, please.
1: Uh, number
15: 45?
2: Yep. And number 46?
15: Thank you very much.
2: Thank, Thank you. Sam. See you, mate. Bye. You. Have a good Christmas.
1: Bye. You too. You Thank too. You. Bye. Bye. Oh,
2: unusual. Ros-
1: Roscoe's number. Yeah, don't usually uh, hear from mum and dad. No. It's usually Courtney or the kid rings in for mum and dad's number. So For sure. Courtney must be getting to that age, doesn't want to hang, hang with mum and Let's dad anymore. Them
2: numbers, man. No. Well, there's the first one. Uh, anyway.
1: Don't forget, next Saturday is our last show till um, the 13th of January, did I say? Or was it the 8th yeah. Marty? Hang 13, on. You haven't been good with your dates uh, um, this, today? No, hang on. Let me go to my date calendar and it is the 13th. We'll be back at the 13th of um, January, but... There's Mark's. We're doing a Christmas Eve show. We're from 7 till 9, but we're... We are. We're on air next Saturday for our last fishing show of the year, so uh, we shall remind you all next week about that. Right on. It's Marty. going to be a fun show. What well,
2: I've got them all in there now, so what? I think we'll start off with the... Uh, uh, let's start off with the meat voucher.
1: The $30 Tavern Meat Voucher, courtesy of Mal Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. You can uh, get yourself a leg ham down there, down in Tavern Street. Pete and the gang at Tavern Meats. Beautiful meat. So a $30 voucher, courtesy of Mal Crate Man, and we thank him. Uh, 23 23 and that is? Oh, that's off my list today. I can't even read that. Rocco? R- Roscoe. Roscoe. The other Ando. Yeah, Roscoe and Yeah, that's what I wrote. Roscoe, the other and Rocco. Well, let's have a look at it. What, did you write it with your bloody with opposite hand? Toe. With me I big toe. I was going toe. to say that
2: and I thought, no, I won't open the door for you, you I, I, nasty little individual. I wrote
1: it down with me big toe. I've got morning fishing show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> did you giggle? Did you giggle? Roscoe had a chuckle. No, no meat voucher for you. No meat voucher for you. Oh. Hey, Roscoe, this $30 Tavern Meat Voucher will be at Tackle World for you. Yeah,
3: mate, well, if I could win the fish one as well.
1: Oh, you're getting Uh, greedy now, mate. I could have
3: the prawns with the uh, steak, mate. So what a night that would be. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what a night it's not going to be because you're not winning it. (laughs) Yeah, good on (laughs) you. Good on you, you, Roscoe. Have a good one. You You too, mate. Bye-bye. There's Roscoe dropping awesome hints. All right.
2: (laughs) Um, Hey, now, this one's been well sought after. There's a lot of people that wanted to win this one, the Iron Man bag, because you went and opened your mouth about the Rapala.
1: Yeah, it's greatest you. Yeah, well, don't make sure that lure goes in there. right Marty. (laughs) Spin that barrel to win this awesome. And there's a packet of pop frogs in there, thanks to Jim... That's um, a from, great little bag. From Jim's Fishing. And we appreciate Jim um, for dropping a couple of prizes in for this week and next week. Um, so, you want to check out some good frogging action on YouTube, put in Jim's Fishing. 105. Right up there.
2: Chase. C H A C E? Or C H A I C E? C H A
1: I C E. Chase, jump on the phone. Chase, 105. You won yourself this awesome Iron Man bag. Um, thanks to all our sponsors, Eagle Claw, Red, Hummingbird, um, Jimmy,
4: Lucinda Hello. Fishing.
1: Is that you, Chase? Yes. You have won this awesome prize bag thanks to uh, all those sponsors that dropped good gear in there for you.
6: Thank you. That's now, right. you
2: do realise this will actually be your dad's, not yours?
6: Yeah. No way. <laughs>
1: No way. It'll be at Tackle World for you, Chase. You'll be able to pick it up um, from Tackle World after uh, lunchtime today. Okay. Good on you, mate. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. Chase. See you, buddy. You know what will happen. Dad will pick it up, wrap it in... Christmas present, paper, and put it under the tree for him. Oh, yeah. Bought, your
2: man. bought you an iMac. Bought you an iMac. Minus mate. the hummingbird buff. And the rambhala lures <laughs> Lua. and the pop frogs.
1: $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, courtesy of Gordo and the gang. And don't forget to uh, get your order in or get down there and see Gordo. He's got some great specials. 150 bucks for three kilos of bugs. 100 bucks for three kilo Endeavors or $130. 83 $83, that is... Luke. Luke. Jump on the phones, Luke. You've won yourself a $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher. Crikey, he's there already.
2: Luke, this is not your prawn voucher.
1: <laughs> Morning fishing show. Hey he's going. Good Luke. I'm just laughing at the poor attempt of being Darth Vader across the across the it's an idiot, mate. Hey mate, you've won yourself a fifty dollar Cleveland Bay Seafood voucher, thanks to Gordo and the game. Well done, Luke. Oh, Beautiful.
7: <laughs>
1: oh, listen, I'm anyway. done. He's done that. Mate, I'll drop that off at Cleveland Bay Seafood next to Tackle World for you. So uh when you're floating by it'll be uh behind the counter at Cleveland Bay Seafood. Very good. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. Good on you, mate. Thank you. See you, mate. mate. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. There's Luke Jets off in his star star trooper outfit. (laughs) 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 Marty, you're an idiot. That's it for the day. We're done and dusted. I've got to go now and throw this awesome. Well, horse. you've got to drop me back to the casino. I've got to take you back to the casino. Yeah. That I do. So yes, I'll drop you off at the casino. Um thank you, buddy. It's been we got uh, a couple of sausage rolls to wolf down too. Yes, they're looking of them. looking sensational. They're bloody beautiful Thank, thank you, buddy. Johnny. It's been an awesome show. We Man, I thoroughly enjoyed that. For a show that uh, we were talking about um, trailer maintenance and what you do in the off season to mm. a thousand ideas about mud crabs. We do what we do best. We do what we do. We improvise. We so, are useless. Yes, we are. They're trying to keep a topic going. Um, thank you, Marty. It's Thanks, been awesome. Mate. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, like we always say, if you're out on the roads or you're on the water, please be safe. We want you all back next week. Because don't forget, next week is our last show for the year. We've got a couple of weeks off. we Christmas night. And we have a Christmas Eve night. So you can have a barbecue. Um, and listen to us play awesome Christmas tunes and just have a laugh. It's not a fishing show on Christmas Eve. It's just a chill-out show with me and Marty. So, or Marty and I um, is the correct term. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everyone. Be safe, and we'll catch you all next weekend.